What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Hey, y'all. Josh here. Uh, Before this podcast starts, I want to say that we've become part of the Pass the Hat initiative, which, if you don't know, pairs content creators like us with families in Gaza with GoFundMes for evacuating families. We're happy to help support the family of Wala Amadala, and I hope I'm saying that correctly, consisting of eight doctors who have served in various medical sectors, including the Ministry of Health, Al-Shifta Hospital, Al-Awada Hospital, UNRWA Clinics, and Al-Quds Hospital. To quote their campaign, Today, after they have become exhausted by illness, starved by hunger, tired of staying up early slash late, and having little sleep intense in the cold and open air, today after the surgeon has lost his scalpel, the dentist lost his dental chair, and the orthopedist lost his surgical instruments, and the emergency doctor lost his stethoscope, and after the operating table got broken, my family has become a living representation of a sick science searching for a new hope. Even if you can only donate a dollar... All of us collectively donating could help get them closer to their goal of approximately $65,000, which they've already raised 11000 of. Please support them, and please support A Free Palestine. Anyway, hope you enjoy the episode. Go check out the link. Please donate if you can. Hi, everyone. Hello. Welcome to A, a Podcast, Podcast Will Save, Save This Relationship. relationship. <sighs> My name's Sarah. She, her. And I'm Josh, he, him. And on today's episode of the podcast, we talked about stuff. You don't, you don't freaking remember, don't you? No, I, I remember. We talked about the Sandman reviews and how fucking wild crazy and crazy they are. They are. Yeah. We also uh, talked about John Lasseter, Dan Schneider, and Jeanette McCurdy. Yeah, we did. We talked about the entertainment industry. We got real. We got real. We got real we got this episode. We got fucking real, baby. Then we get into some Reddit stories and then some listener stories, which a lot of bad people- A lot of bad- uh, A lot of good people in bad relationships. Yeah, with like so with a lot of shitty getting people. Getting gaslit. Yeah, it was, it's, 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 a, it's a pretty gaslitty episode. It's a gaslitty episode. It's gaslitty. Oh, um, God. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Wow. Not epic. Uh, so, <laughs> but if you if you think if you yeah, still I'm think it's on empty, fire right now, if Holy you if shit. you if you do think it's epic though, uh, <laughs> consider like commenting and subscribing and hitting the goddamn bell and rating us five stars. Not epic. And uh, thank you for watching this video episode video Thanks podcast. So Some, the content. Thanks for watching Digital our content, content. That'll be we pulled down you. when we get merged with <laughs> with, with WB WB. Yeah. <laughs> Discovery Plus. Yeah. This this will be a new Discovery Plus exclusive for yeah. $20 a month. Absolutely for sure. But that's, uh, that's enjoy it. the show. Bye. See you guys there. See ya. Enjoy. Let's go back to when our hair was wet. Whoa! <laughs> All right, there we go. <laughs> Alright, okay, so I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a rare LaCroix 
Like it's like a it's like a rare Pokemon. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, is it rare? Yeah, it's rare. It's gonna be rare. This is how we're starting the podcast. Yeah, this is I'm gonna do the rare three clicks of the LaCroix. <laughs> Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. It's on. Guys- this is like a um, those card collector Twitch streams where they yeah, unbox. You're about them. to unwrap a unwrap uh, a uh, hologram uh, Lacroix. <laughs> they should do that. Yeah, they should. you would fucking eat that shit up yeah. if they had a holographic Lacroix. Yeah, I would. I'd fucking buy all the Lacroix. That's a good idea. Fucking so, do it. That's not even do, a LaCroix, that's a bubbly. Yeah, so I have three seltzers here. We're gonna do three we're gonna there's not gonna be any more opening of cans today. So I'm mm, opening all three of me. them. Except for Sarah. Yeah, I'm gonna open a Dr. Pepper. But for me second half. Yeah. I'm opening all three of them. I have a cherry bubbly, a tangerine LaCroix, and a key lime LaCroix. We plan our drinks out. I want yeah, you all we to are, know that we're, we're very sophisticated here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we plan out our drinks. And I'm gonna pour a third a cup of glass each into this thing and then taste it. Yeah. And that'll be my first drink of the night. So without further ado. Yeah. That's one. One. You're not gonna pour it in? I'm gonna do all the clicks. First. Okay, yeah. clicks first, sorry. That's two. That's that two. One that was, was a good a, one. That yeah. was a nice one. Yeah. We got some he, ASMR guys. You fought with that. Yeah, I was listening to the podcast in the car during Uber Eats and I yeah. was like <laughs> Man, I hope I don't hit the can right now. It's probably gonna like cause, make me think there's a car accident. Ooh, that one that too. One, yeah. All right. So let's do a third each. Okay, third each. First, we're going in with lime. We're gonna go lime. I'm gonna go to about there. That should be fine. That's that's pretty good. Good. All right. Then we got tangerine. Tangerine. As a as a reminder, uh, the thing that sucks about Lacroix is, is that they're not colored. So there's not gonna be a cool color at the end of this. It's just gonna be water. <laughs> Gonna be watercolor. <laughs> yeah, you know, you expect it to be the color of the can. I don't nah. really know why. But nah, it's just clear as fucking day. It's crystal it's like, Pepsi. Here. I don't expect Sprite to be green. You know. Yeah. Ooh, smell that. Does it smell good? Doesn't smell bad. It smells very strange. But, yeah, let's it smells see. like a pool. It's not bad. It's it really weird. brings out the seltzer in it. <laughs> <laughs> It really does. It really does just like... It just compounded? I could have just put one of these cans in and then a basic LaCroix in and it would probably taste the same. I, I bet. If you want to taste it, you can. Okay. Don't try this at home, kids. This drink was made by professionals. I don't know why it reminds me of the pool. I like get it, though. Like a summer pool. I don't really know why. Yeah. I get it though. It's re- it's refreshing, like one. I guess, uh, like when I was a kid, we had a we had a pool that was next to a um a vending machine, which had a lot of like two thousands drinks in it, mm. like Fanta tab. I don't remember Fanta tab, but uh, YooHoo. Oh yeah, which they're all still around, but like. They were the big ones that like they stocked this very specific vending. Like, you know, you ever fall in love with a vending machine that has weird stuff in it? Yeah. It's on the normal vending machine that you see every day. It's just like this one's got weird things. They always stock it up with like a very specific taste. And I found out later in life. Yeah. People fucking own those vending machines and decide what to put like oh, regular yeah, they decide. people. Yeah. They just, yeah. They just pick and choose what they want to put in it. Yeah. They don't they care. They call the fucking people like, Hey, just put two cans of LaCroix, three cans of YooHoo. Yeah. Like I had a friend whose a mom owned a vending machine and like made her children roll quarters and pennies and like yeah. shit. 
for her because she just owned a vending machine and was constantly stocking it with root beer or something. Yeah, because like, yeah, I always get those, I get those TikToks nowadays of like, oh, here's the most epic passive income thing and it's just a vending machine, like literally. I'm like, how the fuck do you get into that business? I don't know. Yeah, because I can't think, I don't know how the fuck you like get how do the I permission. buy a vending machine? Yeah. yeah, to like place it. Whoever owned this fucking vending machine was cool as fuck and like filled it with like awesome shit. So that, I, that just reminds me of like a citrusy drink. Yeah. That I would buy or ask my parents to buy while I was at the pool as a kid. I get that. You know? Yeah. Hmm. How you doing, Sarah? I'm doing good. <laughs> it was a nice memory. Thank you for oh, doing that. My pleasure. And I'm already fucking... I know. You I've, enjoyed that I've, I've very already, much. I, dr- I drank basically a can of LaCroix already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a good show. It's going to be a good show. I'm I, fucking... I'm lubed up, baby. Yeah. Fucking... Uh, do you want to get right into it? Uh, yeah, because you you mentioned that you had a you you uh, brought up a memory, and memories are associated with a dream. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so the Sandman came out. <laughs> well, it's so funny. Dreams don't fucking die. So okay, so oh my god. So oh, when fuck. I was a child, um, when I was a child, uh, post like twelve. Like I was like twelve, thirteen, whatever. I was reading. I was really into goth shit. Yeah, and I was really into goth shit. I was really into this musician called uh, Voltaire, whose full name is Aurelio Voltaire. Oh yeah, didn't you? Uh, you recently it kind of came back in your uh, memory, right? Like, yeah, but now uh, he's the guy that if you watched uh, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy growing up, he did the Brain song. Oh, he's that yeah. guy. Okay, uh, I think he also did the music for the Billy and Mandy movie. I'm not hmm. sure, but yeah, he was dope. I was obsessed with him as a as, as a teenager because he was this very sexy goth Cuban man, and I was fucking I was fucking obsessed. Yeah, uh, I think it was also the first time I'd ever heard string music used in a contemporary way. Okay, interesting. I was a string player and wanted to be a professional violist, so that was. So like hearing how it would me. sound like in modern days or like with a modern yeah. composition. Yeah. Not classical stuff. So I was like, oh, wow, that's such a cool thing. Um, so that and then I started getting into Neil Gaiman, who is a uh, science fiction author, but he's also like a real big name in the goth community, um, specifically because of Sandman, because of the character Death, who is characterized as a teenage goth girl um, who is very down to earth. And it's sort of like the perfect goth girl, you know? Mm. Um, so then I started reading Sandman because I was like, I have to know everything. I have to I have to uh, get caught up in my goth lore. Yeah. My goth community lore. I was really like into like, I have to listen to The Cure. I have to listen to these old bands. I have to know stuff about it to be accepted within the goth community, which is funny, but it's also kind of cool. Yeah. I think it's kind of dumb. No, it's a then, cool thing. Like, like it's- to accidentally fall into a, a subculture where one of the values is reading. Yeah, you don't <laughs> see a lot of that these days. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I didn't join a gang. <laughs> joined a, I joined a fucking subculture where the values are reading philosophy. Nerd. Nerd. It's nerd shit, you know? You think goths are cool, and you find out they're all just a bunch of nerds. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I was really into the Sandman comics growing up, and they really affected me very deeply, and I really enjoyed them. So Sandman has been in development hell 
for 30 more years than either of us have been alive yeah i think yeah i think the <laughs> um what is it i, I the early the latest that i remember before the netflix shit and i looked it up too because i was curious yeah i think in 2013 there was yeah. a version that was supposed to come out with there have been joseph, many versions joseph gordon levitt was yeah. supposed to direct and star or some shit yeah and i and i the more i think about that the more i'm like thank fucking christ that there, didn't happen right there are so many fucking versions of this fucking show that just came out last friday uh that we're almost like uh fucking robert uh i can't remember his name robert pattinson was gonna be dream uh fucking benedict cumberbatch was gonna be dream like all of these different people that yeah. were gonna do that i will say i'd see <laughs> they're doing the same thing with the crow too oh god i mean i can at least see maybe benedict cumberbatch i think it's just funny that an american actor playing dream yeah does not work for me anymore it really fucking doesn't right because it's like they, it's an english show it's like, gotta be because we also watch good omens and i'm thinking like oh yeah it's, it's good that there's basically like no yeah uh or uh, no americans at least yeah. or american accents you know and, and it's interesting because neil gaiman is he goes everywhere you know True. he's not some guy that's like holed up in his little house in uh, <laughs> in a village england in, yeah. yeah and just writes from the english perspective and puts himself in different locations that's true he's constantly traveling from la to new york to fucking england to i mean not during covid but yeah true <laughs> he was stuck in australia for i do COVID. remember that yeah john ham is in good omen so yeah uh, take back everything i just said about english it, but i think the main the main main characters you know being right english uh, yeah well i guess it's like i mean I think it's hard nowadays to make the main character um, an American without there being stereotypes. And the problem with that is dream can't really be stereotyped because he's not anything. Yeah. He's not, he doesn't have a denomination, you know, he's just supposed to be a, he's just a, a fucking guy a thing. <laughs> thing <yeah. laughs> he's just a thing. A concept. Yeah. Yeah. So he can't really have any of these. And that's, important for the rest of the show is because it's not really about him it's about everybody else interacting with him yeah you know and what that tells you about humanity so it's a very good show and i want everyone to watch it so yes, we get a fucking a season good, two please oh my god my please. favorite part is Patton oswald being a crow yeah Patton oswald's <laughs> a crow and they give him so many f words which yeah. i think I, I think are in the novel okay in the graphic okay, novel i hope so because the the <laughs> It just sounds like Remy the Rat is going, (laughs) dreams don't don't fucking die. die. And it's like that, I will say, can be a criticism. No, I agree. Yeah, I think you could very easily criticize that. I don't think he did a bad job. I just think I associate him with so so many other things. That I'm like the, I don't the know. nurse character from Community <laughs> coming in. Yeah. Saying like, kind of a maverick around here. Yeah. Oh wait, don't forget to use these, and then just tosses it to Dream. <laughs> just a fucking whole thing of condoms. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, it slaps. So anyway, I was I was watching it, and I really love this show. But I also know that I'm biased because of how much I've loved this this series yeah since someone, i was a kid uh, i'll say from my perspective i don't feel like i have that much of a bias yeah uh, i liked it it's a good show yeah, i hope they make other really like yeah i was like it. yeah I, I delayed playing video games with yeah which that's a big fucking boys, deal you know yeah. to, to 
Yeah, we like watched it almost all in one sitting. Shows that have uh, either made me play less games with the boys so far have been the rehearsal and and uh, uh, Sandman. Sandman yeah. So that's literally it. So, so high praise. <laughs> I was like, listen, there. I did have some like, okay, I could see that being a critique, and I was really interested to see how the general public is going to interact with this show because it's a weird show based on a really kind of gory, interesting, you know, all is (laughs) alt subculture, uh, subculture from the nineties. And they're making it now with like a huge budget. Oh yeah. I remember, um, uh, what is it before there was a, uh, like Netflix is obviously putting a lot of money in it. Like they had a little like, 3d animated looping thing as like the title thing where like usually like with like shows they just put like a 30 second edited clip or like just one scene and i liked it and then they changed it to a 30 second thing but like yeah right at the start i was like oh yeah they're really pushing this and i think they made like a like a big landing page to the first day it came out yeah like i was really worried uh, about like cgi and things like that and i think in some instances the cgi doesn't do great but I think, I mean, overall, like, I think it was really good. Yeah, and I think the more I think about CGI, I think like, um, I mean, CGI has gotten to such a degree that like, for the most part, it's just it's going to be okay. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes it takes away from it. But like, I didn't really. I think maybe Goldie. The second time we saw Goldie, where he was hanging on uh, Abel's shoulder, you know. Yeah, that was pretty. Not I was like, great. that was not, it just, the lighting but was like off. like, when, um, yeah, the lighting was off, and it was very obviously, like, just kind of placed on, it felt too deep. But I will yeah. say, like, the, uh, the main villain's guy, like, the guy with the teeth for eyes. Oh, yeah. When they ever, they actually showed the teeth, I was like, oh, fuck. That's real that's, teeth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, boy, oh, boy, is that real teeth. Those teeth, those are real. So, I, I do want to, and also, I want to say that the, um, the Sandman deals with religious themes, and is also has had some criticisms before it even came out about changing the characters, genders, and races from the comics. Who cares? Which is also arguable on if they did change the races of the characters, because some of them are not people. Yeah, you said that a lot of them like um like change how they look from scene to scene, right? Well, so the endless, which are the main characters who are basically anthropomorphized uh uh patterns that happen in life, like mm-hmm. dreaming and death, um, they're not supposed to really be anything. They're just things. Yeah. So to give them a race is like and assigning it to them, yeah, it's kind of like weird. Yeah, it's not. They're not going to. If a if one of the characters is black, they they don't know the black struggle because they didn't grow up. Yeah, being <laughs> because they weren't. They don't they, exist in the world. <laughs> yeah, no, I get you. Yeah. Like it's almost it, yeah. It's but now it's woke. Right, <laughs> people are upset about it being woke because uh, I don't know. They wanted a, a white goth girl. And that's also a criticism of the goth subculture sometimes. I think the older goths definitely can be very anti-black. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. And it's interesting to see because it's like, this is a subculture for people that feel like othered. Yeah. And now there should be more black goths. Yeah. Because then they're just making more people feel othered. 
this group of quote no, this is other. just for the white others. Yeah, this right, is just yeah. for the weird white people. This isn't just for double black people. other other people. You know, like God. But also the Christ- There are cr- very large Christian themes. I will say, yeah, and there's I, a lot of religious themes. Yeah, and it's interesting. I don't know if you looked up any of the Good Omens shit, but I wonder if like there was similar things. So I feel like Good Omens is way more mm-hmm. well because it, it deals with an angel and uh, our and uh, yeah uh, the the sort of um absurdity of Armageddon. Yeah, so part of me is like, I feel like that show should probably have more of a. I uh, think it probably has, but I just haven't seen it. Yeah, because it's on Prime. <laughs> Well, and I think also Good Omens is not very gory and not very edgy. Yeah, it's very it's very much played for like laughs, you know. Yeah, it's a it's a comedy. Yeah, where uh, Salmon is very like this is a drama and this is edgy as shit. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I have a review. Oh, is it only one? How many reviews have you looked up? I have many reviews. Okay. These are the bad reviews, and I think also one sort of okay review. Okay. This is the first review this I read. This is the first one that you... Oh, okay. So this is... This is the first one when I looked this up. I I <laughs> put my head in my hands. And I went, oh my God. Oh, I need... Okay. I'm excited. I'm fucking ready. So we're, we're basically getting the same experience you did because this is the first one. Yeah. Like no preemptive, no other. Yeah, no. All right. I've been thinking about this since I read it. This is from... Uh, I'm not going to say the guy's name because he's a guy. What's the publication? This is on Google reviews of the Sandman TV show. One star. All right. Okay. Let's go. One star. As a believer in the one true Lord Jesus Christ. All right. You can stop. (laughs) (laughs) I got to get through this because it's the funniest thing in the world. This is so. All right. Let's go. Listen, and if it really I, is because it's on Netflix, right? Netflix is probably used by a lot more people. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah so this is the general public All reaction right, this to the show. General public, oh god! And like, I'm not against Christianity or anything, but like, this believe is in our, what you believe in. But this is crazy. This is already has the well. Not, I mean, you go ahead and say that. That's fine. That's just I know what's gonna happen too. Yeah, you know what no, I mean? yeah, I'm no, already yeah. judging you. Yeah. I'm an atheist. I'm judging you. It's as a agnostic. Sin. You're, I get you're it. I understand. Some points, but okay, continue. Okay, as a believer in the one true Lord Jesus Christ, who came in the flesh to die and rise again to save us all from our sins, so that we may see everlasting Bro. life through Him and Him alone. I truly enjoyed watching the absolute spiritual battle taking place through this film. That's good. Film? Oh, okay. That's that's a small... Okay. Yeah. I completed it in one sitting, unwise as they that may have been from 8 to 5 a.m. Yeah. That's... Uh, yeah, it's not... Okay. All right. Fuck yeah. This is binge watching, baby. Let's go. After the first few minutes of the show, I immediately recognized the witchcraft and spiritual warfare embedded into this show through the script and imagery my first response was to shut it off guy that's surprised when you walk outside and see the sky's blue <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay yeah All right. yeah yeah the, yeah that's the, it, it yes <laughs> guy that sees circle on floor that's a circle that's and i'm surprised circle. that i saw a circle I get that out of here yeah. my first response was to shut it off However, something aside from being intrigued, maybe for the purpose of writing this review, oh, fate, kept me watching. 
I will note, I muted the show during any witchcraft scenes where Latin was spoken, as I believe uh, you should also consider doing if you choose to watch this show. Was there... There wasn't that... M- there was some. There was some, but like... That's it was like- to exercise a demon. <laughs> uh, we don't want to exercise no demons well, around here. Because, <laughs> like, you don't know. Yeah. Christ. Okay. All right. Okay. However, please read this review in its entirety before first before doing so. After these initial scenes, knowing that I am truly grounded in Christ alone and he is my protector, I watched... And knowing that I am savvy to the uh, scriptural undertones and woke brainwashing that was about to take place, I prepared myself against it. These people actually exist. Uh, Yeah, I know. This is a real person. This is a real fucking... This is like someone's dad. Yeah. Uncle, really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay, all right. Um, Being able to watch this work while being protected by Christ... Man upstairs. Uh, <laughs> this is this is funny to me after watching Good Omens. Like, bro, yeah, know, this I is know. the one. This is the this, this is, is the, the show one. you're gonna bring the religious shit into. But don't get me wrong, there is religious theming in it. I think that's. But it's like it's the religious theming is like God exists, Lucifer exists, and that's and it. That's so like, does everybody else. Yeah, and then I'm I'm just thinking like, dude, like in Cain the, and Abel exist. All of these things yeah, exist. And, but all I'm thinking is like, dude, and good it's about omens the in the fucking that, dream world. Yeah, that's what it's about. It's not dude, about I saw, that. I saw Jesus fucking Christ and good omens get crucified. And they they showed his fucking, like, wrist getting (laughs) pinned in. Yeah. And they did the correct version with the wrist and not the hands, Yeah, the worst version. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But no, this is like, oh my god. (laughs) And then two people made fun of it. No, but no, this shit is woke. This shit's woke, dude. Oh okay. my god, because Patton Oswald played a crow. <laughs> yeah, they said the fuck word in this they one. They said the fuck word. Uh, being able to watch this work while being protected by Christ was truly interesting, as the depictions were cre- quite realistic and fantastical. However, my soul is saddened and consumed by grief to understand and truly know that many will watch this show unprotected and unknowing of Christ, and I can only imagine what damage it would do to their minds. I do feel more corrupt after watching uh, Sandman. That is a fact. I do want to say this show saved my life (laughs) (laughs) and stopped me from killing myself. But maybe I was already too far gone to the devil during that time. Uh, In that, and having said that, I cannot recommend this show to be watched by anyone unless you are going into it prepared, as I believe I was, and prepared not of my own being, but of the one truth strength and that the strength provided by Jesus Christ alone that is in me because of him. The mere fact that this show will be absorbed by unsuspecting youth or adults who are not knowing of Christ, <sighs> sorry, and who are aware, unaware of the spiritual battle being depicted and unaware of the spiritual battle that is surrounding them daily and the witchcraft that is displayed in this show that may directly have power to sway or influence or alter their reality is frightening. But aside from frightening, an act of Satan himself as the true director of this show to mi- to mislead, misguide, and burn its viewers as victims in its wake. Doesn't Lucifer lose? Yeah. So why? And it's not even like 
It's just dream, man. It's Bro, just it's just dream. This guy just he just blows sand and then shit happens. If I was the director, I would be like, "Bro, come on, give me my props." It's not yeah, the right? devil. It's not the fucking devil, <laughs> dude. Fucking fuck? all I can think of is like this guy watching like Doctor Strange and being like, "This witchcraft, fucking I the real spiritual it. battle between <laughs> this American versus." I bet he watches <laughs> Doctor Strange and loves it. Because he loved this. He sat there from 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. Yeah, this guy got through it. But no. And he was conflicted the whole time. What a guy. What a fucking guy, dude. In this, I urge you, viewer, from all that is my heart, to not go into this film if you do not know Christ and do not reside in him fully. And even if you do know Christ, do not go into it lighthearted or arrogant. This is not a film to be consumed, but one that may consume you instead. Bro, that the guy was fucking awesome. I was trapped in a bubble for a whole episode. <laughs> anyway, a 131 big... people found this helpful at the time I screenshotted it. Do you want to guess how many find it helpful now? Because I looked it up. How many? Almost 500. That's where we're at. They're all at CPAC right now. They're all <laughs> they're all having a gay old time. They're all getting ready really to... mad that Trump got raided by the FBI. <laughs> Actually, because of Sandman releasing, the FBI felt uh, felt the disturbance of the devil and were like, we got to go and raid a safe. <laughs> All at once, as Joanna Constantine uh, <laughs> recited. <laughs> I just think it's I, Latin to, to expel the demon out of that yeah. guy. Uh, fucking the FBI was like, yes, I will raid Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Josh, how does it feel to be consumed by the devil? Uh, after watching that I, show, I really don't. I just, I just think that's so much funnier to fucking hear after watching Good Omens. I really can't fucking honestly. Yeah, that's like more. That's the real tragedy here is that this guy picked the wrong show to re- leave this review on. I know he doesn't even this is, know. This any doesn't make any fucking sense with Sandman. It really doesn't. It really is a. Um, it really shows how good it, the show is. Yeah, to have a reaction like that. I guess you know? yeah. I guess that's the that's the good thing. It, to be so consumed, yeah. To feel consumed by a show like that guy just has a hyperfixation and is blaming it on the devil. Yeah, like it's really, bro. You just want a meme. You just, just want to get meme. on the yeah. internet and just meme about say Sandman. Something. Yeah, just like everybody else. It's fine. Doesn't yeah. mean the, the I devil. I think you went on a weird angle. Yeah, just, yeah. That's the that's the real critique I have is like, because there really isn't that much witchcraft no. past. Unless he's talking about the root, is he talking about the diner scene with the ruby? Yeah, a lot of people were really upset about the diner scene. I think, which I think is hilarious because it is so like sanitized. I mean, it had to be. Yeah, no. From what you've told me about the diner scene, yeah, it had to be. Actual comics, it's so much worse. Yeah, and it's like really like uh, Neil Gaiman would be canceled if that was actually on TV right now. Like it, it would just offend everyone. Like it's. You know, yeah, no and, one would be happy. <laughs> yeah, like that's like the pure like when I see kids try to be edgy by saying like the f slur or something. Yeah, I'm like you don't you, you don't you fucking, know you not don't. what you say. <laughs> like you don't yeah. know what you don't that know what is. Edge is. Yeah, I was born in it. I've read the scriptures, and that's right. the Sandman diner scene. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think like. Because that's not the devil. That's just a guy. It's just a guy. That's a, so- a sociopath. Yeah. I 
I'm so fucking confused. Well, it's just, you know. And the, the Lucifer is in the show. And, and the, it, it is the point of it is that fucking, you know, human beings have the capability of doing these bad things in them ourselves. Yeah. But they decide not to. And isn't that a good thing? You know, like, yeah. oh, isn't that like a nice thing to think about that? You know, we could all give into these terrible, awful, you know, indulgences indulgences within ourselves. But no, because there's hope to continue on and like be happy someday. Yeah. You don't do that. That's like the whole point. So then to say that, no, those feelings are of the devil and you must go to Christ. Yeah. Is like completely missing Missing the point. point. Yeah. That's, that's really, that's insane to me. You can still have uh, an understanding of Sandman and be a Christian. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Just not in that way. (laughs) You know what I I mean? I think that's a very weird way to take it from a Christian perspective. uh, Like I was raised Anglican and we were always taught that like, yeah, human beings are valuable. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's it. You're valuable, you're going to sin. You sin every day when you're not uh, absolving yourself in church, you know? Mm. Every day you're constantly sinning. Thinking that you don't sin is a sin, you know? It's yeah. pride. <laughs> that's that's what it is. So I just don't understand people that are like that. But it's not real Christianity. It's crazy talk. This is crazy talk. Yeah, it's crazy no. talk. Yeah. All right, so I got a couple more. These all are right. all the woke ones. Uh, all right, here we go. Yeah, this is a good one. This is what I'm excited for because uh, the more I, I think about it, the more I'm like, these are fun. These ha- these got some ones in there. All right, some I, good ones. Just someone, someone. I I can't. I hope Google has a, a yeah a filter that gets rid of slurs because I could see very easily after watching the like Lord of the Rings shit. Yeah. Like, just everybody starts saying slurs. Yeah. Oh, 100 yeah. percent. I don't think there are slurs in here. I don't remember, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Two stars. Better Dude, than, two stars for being woke. Stars. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's that's a pretty good show at that point. Read all the originals back in the day. Wasn't still is my favorite thing I've read. This adaptation is visually stunning and it has surpassed in many ways that what I'd hoped it would be. But I'm watching episode five right now, the diner scene, and I'm hating the constant sense that this is more of a woke box taking effort than one that gives a genuine feel for what a lot of the original characters had. What? Yeah, that's crazy to me. So like, oh, because they have a a lesbian and the lesbians in the in the original comics, though. Is the guy mad that the lesbian doesn't get yeah. yeah okay well Maybe. that's cool that's, oh this no. is a lady too oh this is a lady this yeah. lady's like <laughs> i didn't see the lesbian get raped in the diner scene which happens in the comics doesn't yeah. happen in the tv show so no rape scenes that's good <laughs> uh there is some really uh terrible acting going on some is definitely down some is definitely down to the pacing too with some characters sounding like you're watching a kid's tv show it's based on a comic book I don't know what you want. Matthew the Raven, for instance, who came across in the books as having a New York cabbie vibe, now sounds like a child's cartoon character because it because of I mean, Remy it the is, Rat. It is, it is, I get it. It is, Patton. You're, you're, okay, point to this review for being technically correct. I get it. I understand. The best kind of correct. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to bother listing the rest, but it's clear that most of the box-ticking roles weren't given on the basis of decent acting skills. All I right. think the diner scene on like some of the best yeah, acting. I, I think so too. Which is such a shame because watching episode five right now and David Thewlis is the only one so far that's given a genuinely enjoyable 
genuinely enjoyable to watch. Still, I'm going to watch all of them hoping it can still redeem itself somehow. If not, at least it's made me decide to go by and reread all the books again and hopefully wipe out this disappointment. It's pretty wild. Bro, you're going to go back to those fucking books and be like, oh my god. It, well, it's interesting to be... Yeah, I know. You're going to read it and you'll be like, wait. L- where ma'am? are all these... Why are there so many black people in here? Yeah, like, right, that's yeah, what yeah. it's going to be. Like, <laughs> I imagine them all as white in my memories. Like, yeah, like fucking ridiculous. Like, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It's because the comic books came out in the 90s. You read them as a teenager, which means you were born in like the 80s or the oh, late yeah. 70s. Oh, God. Which me- puts you in... Gen Xer turning racist into a oh, racist yeah. boomer. Yeah, like starting to become like now. fucking yeah. So you became so alt-righted that but you can't even enjoy your children's comic book anymore. Womp womp. And that sounds like a you yeah, thing. Yeah, that's a you problem at that point. Yeah. All right, this is one star. I watched the first five episodes. Notice how they all stop they at all five. Stop <laughs> at the diner I don't scene. Like the diner scene. Oh at my all. god, I love it. <laughs> I've watched the first five episodes. The show has a good story and good visual effects. The acting is good, no nudity, but I can only give one stars and a recommendation to not to let uh, minors watch it. That's true. Don't watch it, minors. Yeah, minors don't watch it. Serious checks every woke box and doesn't stop there. What is it with the woke box? I really don't. <laughs> Each episode has some kind of a GLBTQ element. Can you say, wait, G-B-L-T? Is that what you... <laughs> this episode has uh, has some kind of G-L-B-T-Q element. G-L-B-T-Q? Yeah. <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> no, I know it's wrong. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I just need to... I need it's to... funny to see. It's just okay, really yeah. weird to see. Episode five was the finish for me. The waitress learns from her crush, the male cook... Now, the only reason he comes over for many years has been to FK her son in the butt. But now that he is 21, her son has gotten good at it and lets her son do him. This is a fantasy show. Good versus evil and without the abnormal sexuality would have been a good show. Abnormal sexuality, dude. Yikes. I feel the target audience is teenagers and I find that repulsive and damaging. Is it though? Is it really for... I don't know. I mean... Maybe I mean I, maybe, I think it's very gory. That's why we say little, don't let minors watch it. It's yeah, I think this very is very shocking. I it's feel like it's for the adults that I will read say, the comics. Uh, you know, it's really surprising to me that like it's the, not a family show. Oh, it's not a family show. No, no. Don't, don't it's not don't put it on the watch list with SpongeBob, you know. Like, yeah, like don't let your fucking kids watch it. No. I, I think it's weird the the um It's not even like Harry Potter either. It's like a little bit more of uh, higher of an age. Yeah, than which Harry I, I'm really starting to think. Like, yeah, I mean, I think you said at some point Harry Potter really ruined. <laughs> there are some fantasy. scenes where I'm like, this just reminds me of a scene from Harry Potter. Yeah, and I think the um, it's real. It's just it's interesting to me <laughs> that as someone who was kind of like disgusted by the diner scene at like near the yeah. end i think near the end is the worst part because oh, that's yeah. the gory part and they really go through it like really fast yeah they, they go don't want really you to fast. see yeah and i'm like even the parts i do see i'm like oh yeah you know, it's, it's i mean like, yeah it's bad yeah it's bad no one gives a shit about that <laughs> no one's saying no, anything they don't even get to that part they don't even get to that part the gay stuff they can't handle they it can't handle it i'm waiting i'm waiting for the interracial shit because i know men that have consensual gay sex 
in a diner and they can't get over can't it. Get and over two it. lesbians have uh, uh, consensual gay sex. Yeah. The really bad sex in that scene is the age gap one. <laughs> if you yeah, ask that me, was the one I had a problem with. That was like, no. I was like, whoa. whoa. All right. Two stars. Watch the first six episodes today. It's all, wow. They, they really can't get <laughs> can't past it. can't deal with it. There Jesus. were 10 episodes. The casting of Dream, the main character, was absolutely fantastic. The rest was pretty great, too. But casting of Death instead of the gothic pixie white chick seems really out of place to me. <laughs> oh, is it? Why? What's the problem? What's, yeah, the, problem what's the problem there? Uh, and as usual, Netflix has done it again with their unnecessary LGBTQ tick box all over the place. Seems they can't tell a I proper keep... story without having these ticked from the beginning till the end. The initial five stars excitement quickly dropped and fizzled to two when I what, uh, reached episode fifth and sixth. Great and disappointing at the same time. Dream is still fantastic, though, because he's white. Uh, <laughs> no, oh well. Netflix can't just overcome their fixation whenever they put out a new series every single time. Tr- wait, wh- Dream is actually um, black for a scene. In yeah. The- and that's then, because that's that's also in the comics as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and well, and it's also like the characters when they reveal themselves to human people, and you only really see it from the human being's perspective. They change every time. Yeah, that's true. Because they're not anything. Yeah. So like, who fucking cares? And they decide what they look like, basically. I man, I really in the comics. There's a part where Death is a black girl. Yeah, so like in the original source comics, but yeah, people are mad. People uh, are they don't want to see black people on TV. Jesus, man. Okay, one star. If you want to watch it, then go ahead. But I will warn you that I have watched five episodes, and every guy, every woman in the show is LGBTQ. From episode one to five, it's in every character except for Sandman and the villain so far that I had to watch. Had Oswald, the the the, the LGBTQ. <laughs> Ooh, I want to fuck that male Raven. Yeah. Which is funny because the, the Corinthian goes and fucks uh, two men. Yeah. And women. He's yeah. Just just, like a fu- he's just he's, fucking, dude. He's just fucking. It's not like he's like, he's doing just that murderer. to manipulate literally, people. Yeah, yeah. It's not. <laughs> you guys are weird. You guys are like fucking. You guys are crazy, dude. Yeah. Uh, I also love that like the 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 vocabulary is the same. It's literally just tick box, tick box, you know, like, yeah, it's like somebody told them. Yeah. Someone told them to do it. Yeah. I can probably find five YouTubers off the top of my head. <laughs> Sandman, tick box, box, tick, tick box, Whoa, Sandman, Sandman, Sandman yeah. black girl, tick box, yeah. tick box, L- GLBT. <laughs> Christ. Uh, God. I definitely do not recommend this show to for minor or teenagers at all. Episode five is where I stopped watching it. When the villain used the power of Sandman, it shows everyone greatest dream being manifest. That's not what happens. That's and literally not. <laughs> wow. Media comprehension level is zero on this guy. And this every, person. Jesus. And everyone in the restaurant are all LGBTQ showing their true nature. That's not. That's not what happened. True. What? And they portrayed the white villain that is a man as a psycho and wants the honest truth from people uh, than when he wanted to see the honest truth by using the ruby pendant. Are you telling me everyone is LGBTQ and they all had intercourse? No nude, though. Are you guys telling me he wasn't <laughs> a psycho when he blew up like 15 security guards <laughs> and a then a villain. gas station? Yeah, he walked out of that, <laughs> that elevator. It was like covered in viscera. And fucking viscera, yeah. <laughs> And you didn't, it didn't click in your fucking head like, that, that he's a psychopath? Awesome. Yeah. Lesbians fucking? No. 
Not for no, me. No, not for me. I am not making this up. This is a woke series through and thin. It is not salmon, but an agenda being pushed. It was too disturbing and I couldn't finish it. Watch if you like. I'm not here to create hate or protest. Not my cup of tea. Okay. <sighs> How many more do I have? I got a lot more. I have four more. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to pull th- push through I'm these. Just, I'm just... I'm just... <laughs> No. two stars right. the salmon could be good but unfortunately it is a completely woke series oh each episode's characters are either lesbians gay men or living a completely immoral lifestyle even though the entire first season was produced in the uk by episode eight they had the works ken and barbie a couple of weirdo sisters homosexual scenes trans drag queens performing way too long and it all took place in florida <laughs> It can't happen where Daddy Trump lives. What if they raid Mar-a-Lago because of this? That just makes me laugh so much. Have you guys okay. ever been to fucking Florida? Have you guys seen ever, what a degenerated fucking like? Have you ever walked outside? Oh God, my God! Touch some fucking grass, guys. Actually filmed in the UK, as I mentioned, a stab at Governor DeSantis, Trump, and I suppose the rest of Florida for supporting them. I don't. What are you we talking? Don't, what? Don't put this in our mouths. All right. No. Subliminal conditioning by the woke entertainment industry conditionally trying to indoctrinate more into their immoral lifestyles. Let's face it. Anything goes with the entertainment industry. They have no morals and they won't stop until you give in as well. The more immoral the this viewers, is, the more normal the entertainment industry appears. This is so fucking funny hearing the shit about the entertainment industry with my shit that I have to talk about. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fucking. Yeah, that one great show. Oh yeah, iCarly's great show. iCarly's nothing awesome. bad happened. Nothing bad happened in uh, iCarly. John Lasseter, I don't know what he did, but he made cars. Dan Schneider, so- awesome, super you guys cool are guy. Fucking wacky man. Two God. stars. It's not great. The first episodes have some lovely visuals and some good actors and writing. And for those and those alone, ah oh, fuck. Oh, I, I fucking lost it. God fucking damn it. Okay. And do it again it's not great the first episodes have some lovely visuals and some good actors and writing and for those and those alone i'll give it two stars the whole thing goes downhill the dialogue becomes increasingly poor the acting and actors get much worse the storyline struggles and honestly just starts to feel a bit twisted hopefully we'll see the actor who plays dream in other shows as he seems to have talent there are a few other actors i could mention too but right now i need to watch a few minutes of a quality show with an excellent plot and storyline to try to forget this mess of one the office right i'm like <laughs> yeah, okay what's the... is it because it's not the hero's journey yeah that's a little weird. It's comic I think books. You can, yeah, it's comic books, dude. They were released as like a monthly yeah. issue. They had to have a story within itself. I can understand from a pacing perspective there being a problem. I think, yeah, there are some legitimate pacing issues you could bring up. I think there are like a few. Uh, the funny thing is I have critiques about this show. Yeah, and, me too. And uh, none of them are here. Like no. literally none of them. I think this is the closest one with maybe pacing. Yeah. referencing that it just seems like but, this guy is shitting on it though and i feel like it's just he wants harry potter yeah and he not, wants and lord of the really, Rings. yeah and the, the word that really makes it is twisted because i think like the um what is it because you know the you know the idea of killing a kid you know may not be you know palatable for the <laughs> the average american consumer oh or, yeah when they try to kill rose or even like having a serial con and then oh making fun of disney <laughs> god forbid you do that with oh, the, yeah, uh, the guy with the ears yeah yeah but, you know, like, I think 
Who cares, man? I, like yeah, that, that shit's like whatever. That's like fun little goofs and gags. Having a, a serial killer convention and calling it Serial Con. That's kind of awesome. That's awesome. I but think no, that's awesome. But it is twisted. It is a twisted yeah, like. And I think, well, I actually interpreted his uh, uh, twisted as like it gets really heady in the second half, which I think it does. Yeah. I think it's difficult to like follow because there's a lot of shit going on all at once. Yeah, and there's a lot of stuff that's set up in like the first few episodes that finally come back after they deal with the uh, the Ruby plot line. But like, whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like I mean, I mean, yeah, that's just how it was written, and that's just it's from the fucking nineties. And, and it's also all written, this, you know. It's written Marvel directly by the bullshit. guy that wrote the comics, so there's a want by that guy to keep it as true to the comics as possible. Well, and there's a want by all the people who read it to keep it as true to the comics as possible. True. You know? Because, fuck, man, I would be upset if it was different. Because I remember reading it and being like, oh my god, this is fucking crazy. Because yeah. it wasn't exactly like every other fantasy sci-fi novel that existed, mm. which is trying to be Star Wars, trying to be the Avengers, trying to be all these other things. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's what makes it awesome. Yeah, true. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's I, funny. It, it really is like, yeah, this American consumer palette is like not prepped for this show. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> and then you put on Netflix and then it's like. <laughs> that's what we, and that's why I think it's I, so powerful. But the show is like. It's being, yeah, exposed to a wide audience. Yeah. That's crazy. I remember. I don't remember what movie it was, but there was like a half in the bag about like a. uh like a horror movie, like an A24 movie that got like a really wide release that you normally wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which one it was. It might have been even like the Disaster Artist or something where it's like this, like uh, like a, a weird, crazy thing that only like a couple people know about. Yeah. That gets blown up because like Seth Rogen's yeah. attached to it. And then like a bunch of normal people finally get like And then they give exposure. it terrible reviews. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, well, you just don't you just don't know about yeah, it. Yeah, you're not with it at that point. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And like, okay, not everything should be, I personally don't think everything should be reviewed as if it's, you know, like, oh, it doesn't uh, make itself accessible to a wide audience. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's good or bad. Yeah. It just means that it's not accessible to a wide audience. It yeah. just means it's not for you. Yeah. You'd need another Star Wars. That's what you need. And they're making it. I want they're making Mal- Mandalorian. You get that. You know, we don't yeah. get this all the time. Go to Disney Plus, you know. Okay, one star at uh, the guy that did the religious review. Oh, okay. Bless your heart for you, review. Uh, it is well with your soul. Set a prayer for you as well. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principles, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. Clicked on the thumbnail to see what the show was about, and one look at the enlarged image, I just knew it was a no-no. <laughs> no, no, you can't watch this show. The image has a, has, a, has a white guy on it with a big tower behind him. <laughs> Came to the Google review section, and the very first comment I saw was from the guy. Confirmed my thoughts. Please do not watch this. So you didn't... You didn't watch it. Didn't watch it. Still gave it one star. Yeah, cool. Fucking awesome review bombing. Love it. Yeah, awesome. Fun. Two stars. This is the last one. All right. The show started off captivating me and grabbing my attention to figure out what was going on. I was excited for the first two episodes and it plummeted from there. The show clearly has no defined antagonist or protagonist. That is fucking stupid. (laughs) That's that's really dumb to say. (laughs) Pretty much does, though. Is it because it changes the point of view? 
sometimes. Maybe. You can't. You have to have your hand held through that guy. Bro, oh. the that's like fucking saying Mary Poppins doesn't have a protagonist or an antagonist. <laughs> it's in the fucking title, you ignorant. The antagonist like, is come Nazis on. and Mary Poppins. Yeah. <laughs> or Sound of Music, sorry. Yeah, like, It floods God. characters that do not contribute to the storyline or lack of character progression. By episode eight, I am confused on why half of the episodes exist and what the story is. The summary on website says that it's based on the King of Dreams being imprisoned and finding his items that were stolen. This all, that may be the first episode, this all happens in the first few episodes and then is weirdly strung together with literally nothing going on. Nothing. That's kind of, that's bullshit. It has whole episodes devoted to people that die and then are forgotten. Yeah, and that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, that's how awesome. I- that's awesome. You know, in TV shows, sometimes they'll have like a. Do you watch Law and Order and then like Jeff Goldblum starts for one episode and never returns? And you're like, where's Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> Why isn't he in the fucking show anymore? Because a character has to appear more than twice. Did you know that? Oh my God. That's stupid. Do you have. Do you not have object permanence? What? We all need to remember every dead person in yeah. every TV show? God. Really? Do you watch do you watch Saving Private Ryan and you're like hundreds of people dead? That probably like, has <laughs> the most like doesn't really need yeah. <laughs> doesn't really need that graveyard scene. Yeah. Other than to show that he's aged. Literally. That's yeah. literally it. Um I'm guessing that the show is for the book readers. I wanted to like it, doubt I'll finish it, sadly. It has good acting, good scenery, uh, good music, and it's inclusive, except Asians, Hispanics, indigenous persons. The lack of a concrete story progression and any character progression just leaves it in a random story state. I mean, it's a comic book. Yeah. That's the thing. That's, I understand the pacing problems. But pacing problems make sense. I yeah. get that. It's a I comic book, though. Hmm. That's why. Hmm. Interesting. Wow, people are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, man. Turning off the volume because Joanna Constantine is saying Latin. Latin. It's just a language. Do you turn off? A, do you turn they used off to teach movies it in high school? <laughs> do you, tr- dude? Aren't like most of the like, yeah, like most universities or country, they all have Latin phrases. My like, dad was president of the Latin club in his high school. Yeah, but no, it's it's a that's that's woke propaganda. That was from the fucking sixties. Yeah, that's or how probably that's 50s, how ingrained actually. it is. Yeah, that's how. <laughs> That's how ingrained the devil is with his Latin. <laughs> like, they weren't even as upset back then about their children learning Latin in school. They thought it was a good thing, yeah. actually, maybe. Getting upset because you're muting the, the fucking TV show. Muting Ratatouille when they speak French. Right. Uh, to me, that's on the same ideological level. There's no <laughs> point. It just doesn't make any sense. It's like... Do you think people mute us whenever we do fake Italian accents because they're like, oh, Italian? That's that's well, the devil's language. They do mute us, but not for that reason. <laughs> it's because we're hey, annoying. Come on, why do they do that? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've been wanting to read you that for like... A um, week? And if that doesn't uh, convince you to watch Sandman, I don't know yeah, what will. Yeah, because it's a cool will. fucking show, man. Yeah, making people upset for no goddamn reason. God. Every single character from episode one to five is LGBTQ. Every single one. Every single one. Every single one. 
Sandman's Pan. Sandman's Pan. Sandman's Pan. Yeah. Um, Patton Oswalt's gay. (laughs) (laughs) But like in a derogatory sense. (laughs) Yeah, he says the Epsler all the time. He says it all the time, yeah. It's actually fucked up. Actually a little bit how much he says it. Uh, Desires of they, them. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Which, I mean, probably is true. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, and they're cool as fuck. They are. They slap. They're a good bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. It is a good bad. I, I yeah. All, all the bad guys are cool. I really don't fucking. People are dumb, dude. Yeah. No media comprehension in this country. I love it. No. Also, continuing on the no media comprehension in relation to Sandman, Polygon had to write an article explaining the ending of Sandman and what it means. Specifically, the scene where Dream confronts uh, Desire. At the end, spoiler alert, uh, and uh, says the they things that he that says. They set that up like three different times. Yeah. There was one long scene and I think two scenes at the end of episodes that kind of implied that Desire was up to no good. It was like one of those like, ooh, what's going on with this like clickbait article? Like what actually is going to happen? I mean, listen, make your money, guys. Make your like, but like. It's doubly as funny because you could just go read what happens. You could buy a book. You yeah. could go read it, and it's not that expensive. Price. <laughs> Fucking wild. Jesus Christ. You could go to a bookstore and read it and put it back. <laughs> and you don't have to spend money. It's free. You just gotta pay the go gas. Go to Barnes and Noble and read the or next book. there, yeah. <laughs> like, you don't need to. Oh, yeah, and you'll get the new uh, the new novel, the, the new versions where they actually have the Netflix Sandman on the front. I can't wait for those. Yeah, it's gonna I'm be gonna awesome. buy them probably, yeah. Holy shit. Fuck. Hey, Josh, what's up? You're looking chill. Thanks. I am chilling very well right now, thanks to our partners at Via Hemp. Heck yeah. If you're looking to chill out after a long day of work and you're dealing with anxiety and stress, or if you want to set the mood in the bedroom, there's a Via Gummy for it. Vi has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a medium dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This best-selling gummy will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. Wow. Vi also offers a wide array of other gummies with and without THC ranging from 0 to 100 milligrams. So whether you're a 2 milligram or a 50 milligram user looking to potentially improve your sleep, focus, or recovery... Via has something for you. So, if you're 21 or over, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning gummies with our exclusive code SAVETHIS at ViaHemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Sarah, how do you feel about ViaHemp? I love ViaHemp. I use hemp gummies to go to sleep most nights. I use their Zen gummies to fall asleep super quickly. They taste great. They're made with vegan and organic ingredients, and they're super calming and potent got some of the best nights of sleep i've ever had on these honestly nice yeah whether you want to get better sleep ease anxiety enhance your mood or just get elevated they have something for you their products range from zero milligrams to 100 milligrams of thc so these guys have you covered whether you're looking to microdose or enjoy some potent effects via legally ships to all 50 states and discrete packaging directly to your door with a worry-free guarantee no medical card required. Head to viahemp.com and use the code SAVETHIS to receive 15% off and one free sample of their award-winning gummies if you're 21 or older. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com and use code SAVETHIS at checkout. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you and take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp. God damn it. But that's I got, mine. Um, I got, I got two 
kind of unrelated, but related in the fact that it's entertainment, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess we're talking about entertainment. Yeah, it's an entertainment today, you know? Yeah. Fucking, you know, hey... Hey. I, lo- I love talking about film. Yeah. I love talking about how shitty of an industry it is. Exactly, yeah. Um, Two things happened in the past few weeks. Two of uh, them? Two of them, yeah, two that's things. That's a lot of yeah, things. That's a lot. That's too many things. That's a lot of things. It's that's entirely too too, too, too many. Yeah, yeah. Two, 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 two. Uh, but I have two of them. You you get to choose which one we do first, and uh, I'll figure out how to glue them together. <laughs> I want to do the Dan Lasseter one. Dan Lasseter? Dan Lasseter, yeah, do it. Come on, Dan Lasseter. So, uh, uh, Lasseter one, whatever. We'll do, one. we'll do John Lasseter. Yeah. John Dan Lasseter. Schneider is the other one we'll talk about. I know Dan <laughs> Schneider because I've been thinking about him every day. Yeah. Which recently. is interesting. I don't think we're going to talk about Dan Schneider that much. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk mostly about the Jeanette McCurdy thing. Yeah. Uh, just in general. But, uh, I wanted to talk about this because it's really fucking funny, uh, how marketing is, is fucking the work of the devil ironically oh yeah yeah i'll actually fucking Wait, say that you're saying that the devil didn't make sandman he spent all his time on marketing yes i believe yeah for john lasseter <laughs> yeah for yeah to help john lasseter yeah uh because um i keep i kept uh what is it um on like amazon prime and like they kept advertising this new apple plus uh production mm-hmm uh, it's like uh, it's like I think Skydance is the animation. It has a new animation studio now, hmm. and it's called like Skydance Animation or whatever. Oh, sweet! And this is their first movie. It's called Luck, right? Yeah. And they kept advertising it, and they kept saying behind the creative genius behind Cars and Toy Story. Yeah, which is which is great because I love not naming people either. But it's like if you know, you know the creative the creative minds behind cars and toy story you know it's the creepazoid known as john, john lasseter yeah. yeah but that's it's just interesting it's another one of those things where it's like oh the american public pub- probably doesn't think too much about the people behind the scenes yeah but we're gonna just say which is i mean that's funny to me because if you've taken one animation class one you would know art who class, john lasseter is yeah which, you would have a general vague idea. In Florida, it's difficult to get get out of the schooling system without knowing who John Lasseter is. Well, why Why do you say that? It's not because, because of I the have big... an, the art of Disney course at my fucking college. That's why. Yeah, it's and there not like... probably is an entire fucking uh, course like yeah module on John Lasseter. Yeah, just because fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah, like fucking having a big. Uh, 55 square mile <laughs> property owned by a big ass mouse yeah. corporation like yeah so I, I wanted to talk about this because uh they're really trying to hide it they're really that's kind of fun yeah which is so weird uh to me because i think of apple plus as like having some of the better mm-hmm. shit apparently this movie sucks in general so don't even watch it based uh, on quality well good don't watch and don't it. watch it because a fucking creep is always is yeah, so I don't even remember specifically what he did. Uh, he had a couple. I think he had about five people come out with like sexual harassment. Oh, uh, that's cases. a lot. Yeah, yeah, at least five. I'm willing to bet more. You that's know, that's a lot of that. That. Yeah, I, I have a whole article here from the Washington Post. Like one means one thing. You know, <laughs> it's yeah. Once you get into like a grouping of people, uh, like five people had to talk to each other and then come out at the same time. Yeah, it's like oh. Oops. Yeah. So this is uh, John Lasseter left Pixar after a sexual harassment scandal. He's now heading another animation studio. 
Uh, there'll be some other quotes from uh, random articles, but yeah. this is mostly from Michael's Canva from the Washington Post. Okay. Lasseter, the former creative chief of Pixar and Disney Animation, will lead Skydance Animation beginning later this month. Skydance Media Chief uh, Executive Daniel Ellison announced Wednesday. Disney announced Pixar co-founder John Lasseter would take a six-month leave of absence after allegations of inappropriate workplace behavior surfaced. Quote, John is a singular creative and executive talent whose impact on the animation industry cannot be overstated, Ellison said, while highlighting Lasseter's track record as a technical innovator and master storyteller. He's a master something else, if you know what I'm saying, in front of women. (laughs) It's really weird. It's really weird hearing, like, uh, yeah, no, the title of (laughs) sexual harasser and then the big suit has to be like, guys. He named cars. Guys, guys, guys he, he made, made Toy Lightning yeah, McQueen. McQueen. Yeah. He he went into the studio and made Owen Wilson say Kachow and now put some respect on his name. Put some respect on his name. So what he sexually harassed five women. We've made millions laugh. <laughs> Awful. He was like toys, but they come to life. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy idea. Literally right. because the only reason why they did that is because that was the technical limitation. It wasn't even <laughs> like, <laughs> God. Yeah. Ellison's, all right, so Ellison noted that Skydance had not, quote, entered into this decision lightly and that they were not minimizing, quote, anyone's subjective views on such behavior. <laughs> that's a, subjective that's, that's views? a really fun quote. Whoa. Well, thinking that up. Uh, <laughs> Listen, we're not saying you didn't see what you thought you saw. <laughs> yeah. Listen, theoretically, maybe someone <laughs> thought this happened. Listen, we're not uh, we're not invalidating the feelings that you might have felt. <laughs> but. But. Cars. Cars. He referred to Lasseter's past actions as, quote, mistakes and said the new hire had promised to. Hold it down this time. With your dick to out. To quote, comport himself professionally. Wow, really? Just trust in the guy. Just Listen, trust in him. Listen, you got a pinky promise that you're not <laughs> going to sexually harass any women John in this. Lasseter fucking crossing his fingers behind <laughs> his back while he does it. Christ. Oh, God. That's Just terrible. believing this guy. Just wow. gotta believe him. Christ. Jesus Christ. Lasseter had reportedly sought top animation positions in other, at other studios without luck. Warner Bros. was among the companies leery of working with him, Variety reported. Wow, Warner Bros. That's the Brother. only base thing they've done in the past two <laughs> weeks. Past two weeks. <laughs> wow. Dude, they merged with Discovery, and that's not the <laughs> they, worst decision they could have made. They could have made one worse decision. They could have also brought John Lasseter on. Christ. Holy shit. It has been more, Variety reported, it has been more just more than a year since Lasseter took a leave of absence after Disney... Uh, from Disney after admitting to professional, quote, missteps in his behavior without specifically acknowledging the allegations of sexual harassment. Quote, I'm grateful of David and the Skydance team and know that I've been entrusted with an enormous responsibility, Lester said in a statement. (laughs) It is a distinct privilege I will relish. I have spent the last year away from the industry in deep reflection, learning how my actions unintentionally made colleagues uncomfortable. Unintentionally? That's that's how I know. Yeah. The people love to act, especially like people that have been fired for like sexual misconduct. Yeah, they just love being to like... act like Valjean <laughs> after he was on parole yeah. and like looking for jobs, and then they're like, "Show me your parole," blah blah blah. And then I have to show them this parole thing, and they go, "Get out of here! Sleep on the street with the dogs!" 
But the difference is Valjean stole a, a piece of bread. <laughs> and John Lasner sexually harassed five uh, women. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, there's a level. There's a, yeah. Yeah, it really is just you're not taking any responsibility <laughs> for anything you've done. And I'm not laughing at like, oh, ha ha, guy's going to go sexually harass more women. I'm I'm laughing at the idea the of a sexual of harasser. Just saying, I'm cool, guys. I'm cool. Like, guys, I learned. Guys, all I did was this. <laughs> it was unintentional. Oh, my guy made cars. He's a fucking pussy, dude. It's like, fucking Jesus. hilarious. Yeah, like, it's horrible. It's terrible. But in an absurd and way, it's like... I hope nobody like, else gets sexually harassed. Like, yeah, because, like, the, the, what's going to happen in two years is right. there's going to be a Variety article, like... It's gonna be fucking oh John Lasseter at new Skydance Animation fucking harass seventeen yeah. women you know yeah exactly it's just gonna get worse yeah because some fucking big wig in a suit was like I hope cars. that Skydance is just like we're gonna lock him in a cage and he's only gonna be monitored we're gonna he's lock gonna be, him gonna in, gonna, a, in well, an orb for a hundred years and where he's only gonna, gonna be monitored him, he's only gonna have access to blender and maya that's it <laughs> that's he can't, it. no other memos no. can go to him he's our ideas man he sits in there he doesn't have a computer whatever he's only around men that's it yeah that's it even yeah i don't know god he'll he'll, he'll still find a way he'll still he'll still harass those guys in a completely black block <laughs> completely black box where nobody can see him yeah and every once Treat in a while him like an scp yeah you need three d class uh, personal to go in one of them can look at him all right if someone has to blink you <laughs> have to blink. don't blink <laughs> he will escape he will escape christ holy shit god going into fucking scp payment yeah. breach but it's john lasseter <laughs> Oh god! Uh, quoting that later for the Instagram. Thank you. With his dick out. <laughs> oh my god! Something like that. Uh, it's a distinct. Uh, what's what is it? Okay, so I've spent the last year away from the industry in deep reflection, learning how my actions unintentionally made colleagues uncomfortable, which I'm deep, which I deeply regret and apologize for. The statement continued. Quote: It has been humbling, but oh. I believe it will make me a better leader. That's it. That's that's it. <laughs> that's the whole thing. I, I learned. I learned how to be a better leader by. Being getting told a six that month by leave? being fired yeah <laughs> it's like that joke it's a, it's that joke of like cop uh comedies where it's like you get six months paid leave yeah exactly yeah, like for murdering a black yeah, an like, unarmed black man is this john lasseter just harassing women yeah christ i have a quote from a twitter account here okay fun this is from at faith schaffer Quote, being a woman in an industry where, where known repeated abusers are hired back to their high positions after a handful of months because they're, quote, irreplaceable, is as terrifying as it is infuriating. Yeah. I have no words. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, I bet, man. I don't even know, like, being a woman in uh, STEM or even animation, like, fucking, what, it, what this means is, yeah, if you get sexually harassed as a woman, if your harasser is important enough, he's just going to stay around in your industry forever. Yeah. You may work with him again. Good yeah, luck. Like literally. Good luck. And what is it? It's like fucking Louis CK is still out there performing. Fucking yeah. James Franco is going to play Fidel Castro. And he has allegations against him. Like, yeah. It's just, you know, it's fucking shitty. It's shitty the way that the world reacts to the shit like this. True. Yeah. That they don't. They don't react. Exactly, and they just let they just let him go and make a shitty movie. It'll be it's going to be hilarious when he gets fired for making another shitty movie and wasting Skydance's money. 
Yeah. Because that'll be the thing that gets him fired is that you wasted capital. Yeah, that'll be the funniest you thing. You wasted is like labor. The realization that maybe the guy behind quote unquote cars and uh, Toy Story, and I think also Finding Nemo. Probably fine. Yeah, probably uh, all of them. Yeah. Fucking uh, actually wasn't the guy that made it so maybe, magical. Yeah, maybe it was everyone. It's, it's, maybe he was like talking fish and everybody goes. Okay, yeah, I know how to make that a good idea. But, you know, anybody with a fucking brain and a dick could walk in... Or maybe not even a dick. Maybe a pussy. Oh, yeah, wow. Whoa. What a controversial whoa, statement. Woke. I'm woke. I'm checking off that woke tick box. Yeah. <laughs> Could walk in and say, oh, we're talking fish and ha- a fucking bunch of other talented people. Are going to have to work with that. Yeah. And they'll and make it work. They go, oh, I mean, what about this talking fish? Yes. It's the fucking, it's the, it's the same thing as like Elon Musk worship, you know, where yeah, it's like, like you know, billionaire. Smart person. Yeah. He just, Obviously he just not. bought a company that had people he's, and then fired them. Yeah. He's just a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, and now we have cars exploding in the fucking streets and John Lasseter making shit movies. Yeah. It's awful. Why Why do we just let this happen to society? I don't know. Hmm. Time tells all, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, anything could happen. Yeah, we don't know. Fucking, he I could don't know. get fucking fired tomorrow because of backlash or something, but it might not happen. Probably not. But who knows? It's sad, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting hearing that angle and then going into, I guess, Jeanette McCurdy, too. Yeah. Because, like, she was one of the people mm-hmm. that was fucking harassed by Dan Schneider. Yeah. And also had fucking, what is it, was forced through it by the ideas that her mother had of the industry, you know? Yeah. Or it's like, why would someone go through this industry? It's because they have, like, this very idealized or very forced, like, perception of it on them, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, it's interesting. I guess it's interesting seeing both perspectives of, like... Uh, what happens to the men in power that do all these shitty things and then someone who's been directly affected by that, you know? Yeah, what's the point anymore, Yeah, you know, of being somebody that goes through that? And Jeanette McCurdy is a sad scenario because she was forced into it by her mother when she was a child. Yeah. And she's not one of these, um, I think also other sad, maybe even, I don't know, I'm not going to say sadder, but like the idea that being a little girl and saying i want to be an actress and i really want to be an actress having to go through that (laughs) yeah because i can't imagine being i was a little girl wanted to be a a musician famous musician and i had adults being like you gotta get a thick skin and so i can't imagine a little girl a little girl saying i want to be an actress and hearing you gotta suck cock yeah right you know? like, um no i can't imagine that and if i was fucking jeanette mccurdy's mother i would kill people i would be killing people i wouldn't be giving her an eating disorder and abusing her yeah. actually i remember uh we got sent uh carly sent us a, a link to like a podcast that just reads yeah memoirs well, and, and also like, i've just been reading about it yeah true i remember like apparently she wrote something about like at one point there were her and her mother were at an ice cream shop Mm. And, like, she wanted specifically, like, cookies and cream or something. And the mother was like, are you sure about that? Oh, fuck Are you, you. sure? Oh, fuck And then you. was like, are you sure you don't want the the nut one or whatever it was? Like, yeah. the, the like the peanut flavor or whatever the fuck it was? Like, pistachio and, or something? Yeah, like, something like that. And Pistachio then, sucks, but that's because it's healthy. Yeah, so, like, then, like, Jeanette McCurdy was, like, frozen because she was like, I want that one. But it's clearly, then mm-hmm. she switched the answer and then the mom was still like, are you sure? And then she said, yeah, and then it, everything was fine quote unquote but now she got pressured into 
I don't know. It sucks, man. Yeah, yeah. Just that mentality. I'm glad that there's a book about it, you know? Yeah. And I, the, we got some snippets here from it and I, I just want to, I don't know. It's like fucking, I don't I, as someone who was in this fucking industry. Yeah. Fucking hated it. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The only way I could ever go back is uh, if shit changes. Like, well, it's a crazy industry because how does it run? Like, there are sexual assaulters, sexual uh, harassers, uh, people engaging in sexual misconduct and general misconduct who just kind of run around and uh, fuck with people, victims, and then also there aren't living wages, and then also there aren't good working conditions, and then also it's oversaturated somehow <laughs> yeah right. it's yeah. like I, everyone wants to do it everyone wants to make movies and it makes a lot of money also it's like there's so yeah. it's just an industry that's based on so much demand that the supply it doesn't matter how you get it as long as it doesn't matter the trauma that people go through to get it yeah it's because it's demanded Christ, man. Yeah. It's awful. It's, it's terrible. It's fucking awful, it's a man. It's terrible. And even then, like, I know there's, like, a bunch of, like, unions. Like, you know, you have SAG, you have, um, mm-hmm. I know there's, like, plenty of, like, production assistant unions. Mm-hmm. And, like, if I wanted to go back into it, I would fucking join one, you know? Because, like, that would be the only way to get decent work, you know? Yeah. Because the alternative is you go on Facebook and it's just all unpaid. <laughs> like, yeah, right. IMDb credit, exposure, exposure, exposure. Yeah. It's fucking awful, man. It's terrible. Yeah. But tell me about Jeanette McCurdy. Stop talking about yourself. <laughs> So, okay, Jeanette McCurdy released a new book called I'm Glad My Mom Died. Yeah, I thought that was a joke. I no. thought somebody edited it. It's a real it. one, baby. It's a real title. That's baller. Is it okay if I if I title this one Jeanette McCurdy and Sarah have one thing in common? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> one wacky thing in common. My mom's not Zeal. dead as far as I know. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I'm waiting for the day. Metaphorically dead. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A heartbreaking and hilarious memoir by iCarly and Salmon Cat star Jeanette McCurdy about her struggles as a former child actor, including eating disorders, addictions, and a complicated relationship with her overbearing mother, and how she retook control of her life. Hmm. And so here's some snippets from the book. Okay. Some basic little, little plot points, if you will. Interesting. When she booked a job as a background actor at the age of six, her mom informed her that, as her representative... Quote, mommy's not going to take any of your money except for my salary, salary plus essentials. She neglected to say what, quote, essentials were. Quote, this day was stressful and not fun. And if given the choice, Jeanette wrote, I would choose to never do anything like it again. Wow. Deborah, her mother, told an eight-year-old Jeanette that taking bathroom breaks was unprofessional. But one day she could not hold it any longer and asked permission to go use the toilet. As she was going, she tearfully apologized to her mother, who still insisted on wiping her behind for her because she didn't trust the child to do it properly. (laughs) Yeah, this is some fucking crazy shit. Holy shit. Honestly, glad that she's dead. The the, the mother's dead because... (laughs) You're glad that her mom's dead? Yeah, because like one less per... Her walking around the earth still doing this shit to any... like. It really sucks how relatable that is. Yeah. Because, like, I remember my mom just didn't potty train me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Until, like, I was in, um, I was just, like, holding it in, like, at a fucking, this is so weird and personal to put out on the internet. Yeah, but, I, yeah I can no, cut it out if you want me to. Like. No, it's fine. Like, I remember, like, having to go to the bathroom, and I think it was just one of those 
it really is a character defining moment because everybody else was like yeah we can go to the bathroom blah 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 mm. like you know in pre-k or whatever where it's like oh yeah let's all go to the bathroom yeah and i was in the stall like by myself and i was like crying shit dude. because i didn't know how to do it and I, my mom, I didn't remember this, but then my mom remembered it later as like a funny story and was like, yeah, that I was like, I forgot. Uh, that's when I remembered that I should have done that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I forgot. So it's a little different. I think yeah, she had definitely an overbearing mother. Yeah. And, you know, I, that's still a weird parallel. You're right. Yeah. Of like weird some people shouldn't be mothers men really just some people are wrong and it makes me so sad to think that like that mentality that capitalist mentality of taking bathroom breaks is wrong Mm. oh it's fucking awful man like uh to put and to be so mentally ill to put it on an eight-year-old true trying to think that's actually a weird thing because i feel like in the film industry it is like kind of not looked down upon but i remember that one time i worked on that like the most real work films that i've ever worked on yeah and also the ones that i worked at in college were film sets that didn't have you would have to walk out of the way to find like restrooms like i think um Mm. there was one point we were there was a film short film we filmed in a bar i think yeah and i think the only bathrooms were inside the bar and i can't fucking remember for the life of me like, because you couldn't go in the bathroom when they were filming. Right. And, like, they would film for, like, maybe an hour to an hour 30 on just, like, one shot, one scene or whatever. Yeah. So there would just be times where, like, you couldn't piss. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, like. Yeah. I Shit. don't know. It's a weird, know. like, it's a weird also, like, because, yeah, it's that capitalist mentality of, like, we got to get the shot no, done No, you're today. not allowed to. You're not allowed room. to pee. And I've had problems with uh, uh, jobs that I've had also where they give you 12 minutes for your entire day to go piss yeah i remember too i think uh yeah. at one of my theme park jobs uh well a it was hard to find someone to do it because you'd have to find it's someone just, that wasn't doing anything it's, it's just weird. a shitty mentality to have yeah. like yeah but it's as an adult of course you're expected to hold your piss you know but as a kid you can't expect you can't. No, yeah. children to do that God no. No. What? As an adult, I don't actually expect people to hold in pisses. <laughs> I can't talk. Like fucking Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I remember having a teacher that was like, Listen, you guys are in middle school now. You can't just like all of a sudden be like, Hey, I'm gonna go piss now. <laughs> Fuck that. You have to Holy fucking shit. hold it in or something. And yeah, that's crazy now that's to wild. think about. Yeah. Like think about all the teenagers that go through high school high school and they have to ask to piss i wonder if this is an american thing maybe yeah, it's I different even like others. yeah it would be like um the like, only way you have to get the hall pass yeah we had to get hall passes or like our piss. planner it was really dumb you had to fucking write in your planner that you went to go piss or something and then fucking you come back and then you go to college yeah and the freshman mistake of hey can i go piss and an, an adult looking at you another like adult the asshole, and being yeah. like Go fucking piss. Go fucking piss, yeah. What is wrong with you? I totally feel that. That happens all the time because yeah. it's it's weird. It's, it's weird. weird. It's a weird thing. You need to thing. piss. Yeah. It's a bodily function. <laughs> you need to piss. Right. I don't know. Yeah. What's more? I got pee now. Oh. Go I'm piss, sorry. girl. Yeah, go piss. <laughs> Jeanette wrote that she spent five years dreading showers, that at 12 her mom was still showering her. 
Deborah would also give her a, quote, breast and front butt exam, Jeanette described, nothing, noting that her mom explained she was checking her chest and private parts for cancerous lumps. Quote, I usually just try to and think of Disneyland when mom's doing the exams, she wrote, noting that she felt a, quote, huge wave of relief when they were over. Wow, dude, that's fucking crazy. Fucking insane. Jeanette freaked out when she started developing breasts, scared because she was only two when her mother was diagnosed with breast cancer, and she wondered if she was feeling cancerous growths. Deborah assured her it was natural development, but that she could stop them from getting bigger by restricting her calorie consumption. When she showed up at the doctor's office weighing 61 pounds when she was around 12, her mother assured that the concerned doctor that she would get Jeanette to eat more, which Jeanette wrote was a lie. Fucking hell, dude. Lying to a doctor. I like don't even concerned. understand. That's yeah. crazy. Fucking. Ugh, okay. All it's right. almost like in the realm of like Munchausen by proxy a little bit because mm. it's like she's traumatized by her breast shit. I don't want to pathologize the mom, but I'm also like. These are like really abnormal fucking things, yeah. which I mean, obvious, but I mean, it's just like. Yeah, right. What the yeah, fuck? what the fuck? Indeed. That stumps even me, man. Shit. Yeah. Fuck. All right, this is where we get into the iCarly stuff now. Okay. And this is, I think, kind of goes more into like the John Lasseter shit. Fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Dan Schneider, yeah. Dan Schneider, yeah. When Jeanette was on, I- when Jeanette was on iCarly, which premiered in 2007, she felt that she was being sexualized on the show. The Nickelodeon series wardrobe designer told Jeanette that the creator, how Jeanette refers to the, this man spe- throughout the book, yeah. specifically wanted her to wear bikinis even though she felt more comfortable in a one-piece bathing suit, she recalled. She felt extremely uncomfortable with her body, self-conscious that she was still so small, but also, she wrote, terrified of being looked at as a sexual being. When her mother was seemingly on her deathbed on the summer of 2013 after a two-decade battle with breast cancer, Jeanette, then 21, recalled how her three brothers were sharing good news. For instance, Dustin was engaged in hopes of boosting Dustin's de- in, in hopes of boosting Deborah's spirits and waking her up. Seizing on something, quote, I was sure I was sure mom cared about more than anything, Jeanette wrote. She leaned over and whispered, whispered that she was down to 89 pounds, positive that news of her skinniness would revive Deborah. Nickelodeon offered her $300,000 too, as she recalled how it was explained to her, quote, never talk publicly about your experience at Nickelodeon. She turned it down. Nickelodeon has not responded to requests for comment. Good. Yeah. What the fuck? That's so, that's so cheap. Yeah. $300,000. For your childhood? Fucking insane, That's crazy, dude. That's wild. To never talk about your childhood ever again? Just give the middle finger at that point, too. Yeah, like, hey, I think you should go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself while you're at it. God. That's like tipping somebody 10 cents. Like, that's yeah, ridiculous. Right, yeah. That's like such a fucking... Go fuck yourself, go Nickelodeon. fuck yourself, bro. Jesus. I've always heard about, like, Viacom specifically, which owns Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon being, yeah. like, a really shitty fucking company just to everybody. I like, mean, I literally, assume, yeah. Yeah. I just... Uh, now I just assume everybody's shit. Everyone's <laughs> shit. Yeah, which, I mean, honestly, a safe thing to do. Yeah, but you're usually yeah. right when you do that. Yeah. It sucks. God. I don't want it to be true, but, you but know. But, like, it's it's hard not to think that it's true, <laughs> given shit like this, since, yeah. like, you know, fucking 2015, 2016, you know, just any facade of Hollywood or the entertainment industry Anything, being yeah. decent. Jesus Christ. Gone. Yeah. 
Quote, I know I've gotten bitter, I know I've grown resentful, but I don't fucking care. I feel like that show robbed me of my youth, of an ab- of a normal ab- adolescence where I could have experienced life without every little thing I did being critiqued, discussed, or ridiculed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, that in general, I think would happen. Yeah, where you're like just... If you're a child star and you be- get on a show as popular as iCarly, I think that's yeah, going to happen to you, regardless sure. of ev- if... The creator is a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. It's just... That's like just just a a, cherry on the shit cake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I also have some quotes about Jeanette discussing the book. Yeah. Uh, Talking to the New York Times about her book, Jeanette said, quote, My whole childhood and adolescence were very exploited. Uh, There were cases where people had the best intentions and maybe didn't know what they were doing. And also cases where they did, they knew exactly what they were doing. Quote, My mom explicitly told me how to engage in disordered eating as a survival... Oh, fucking... Sorry, Google Docs. My mom explicitly told me how to engage in disordered eating. As a survival instinct and a cop- coping mechanism growing up, I couldn't face that it was an eating disorder, and I just lived in the delusion that this, that this was mom's way of helping me and helping my career. In therapy and in retrospect, recognizing this as such ob- obvious abuse, it's unsettling. Yeah. Initially, when I accepted the abuse, I don't think I had much compassion for her, but now, oh man, she was so fucked up. On the one hand, I have some sympathy for her, and on the other, fuck her. How do I forgive that? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it, huh? Yeah. And there's another quote in here, but I think it's cut off, so I'm not going to fully say it. But okay. Yeah. Fucking, um, um, that's how I, I recently went went to therapy recently, not for the first time, but with a new therapist. And uh, I started talking about, like, the shit from my childhood, which is not anywhere near as bad as Jeanette McCurdy's, but still is, like, if I talk about it to people, they will go, whoa. Whoa, what the fuck? Yeah. What? Um, so it's not great, but I started talking about it and I immediately started empathizing with my mom, like trying to like, you know, my therapist is very like, oh my God, that's terrible, which is what I need. I need somebody to do that. Yeah. But then my, my instinctual reaction is, yeah, but you know, she did this and this is, you know, this is her explanation for it and blah, blah, blah. And I keep doing that. And I, I think it's just something that's like ingrained in kids is the, you know, especially kids that don't have like motherly connection is, you know, you want it so bad. You just start mental gymnastics. Yeah. Trying to make it okay. And like, yeah, trauma can be an explanation for somebody's behavior, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to forgive them. Yeah, because exactly. Some shit is fucking unforgivable, bruh. Yes. Yeah. There's at least 20 things in what we just read that are 100% unforgivable. Like, yeah, damn. I'm glad. I mean, wow. That's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. Shit. <sighs> Fuck, man. I don't know how I got through my child without an eating disorder. I think I do have disordered eating because I do think sometimes if I'm left to my own devices and don't take pills, I will binge emotionally Mm. but uh it hasn't really ruined my life you know it's not something that is a problem so much so that it ruins my life so i wouldn't necessarily identify as having an eating disorder you know what i Mm. mean no i get that yeah so fucking that's that shit's crazy dog yeah yeah i'm happy her mom died too holy shit yeah right like fuck jesus 
don't know. It's just it's just so that's crazy. crazy. That, that's what's in the book, and people on Twitter are like, "This is petty." <laughs> what the fuck? Shut up. Guys need to, yeah. You guys need to shut up. Guys, again, it's more. It's people not reading. It's, it's an interesting blend of both of of Sandman critique, yeah, and then also Hollywood critique. And like, I don't know. It's weird. That's so it's a weird. Critique of society. I think uh, just people are inclined to think how they think. Yeah, and we do not teach kids. To be open to other ideas and to think critically and to yeah yeah no not just shut out you know people over a certain age are just determined to not change their mind yeah that's I know that Jesus Christ is real and that I am I am an evangelical Christian and if I see or hear Latin on TV I'm gonna mute it and I'm gonna give it one star on Google reviews. And if I hear that someone wants their mom dad, I'm gonna be like, "What? Why would you want that? All moms are good because of I don't know. I love my mom or I have trauma with my mom, and I think everybody should just deal with it like I am. Yeah, you know, <laughs> fucking get over it. You know, just fucking assholes like Jesus. Yeah, some of the worst uh, shit in terms of like. I, I've gotten to be friends with people. I think specifically one person I'm thinking about. I got to be friends with one person, a coworker of mine. And uh, this is how I knew that I didn't really want to be friends with them after leaving that job. As uh, they were upset because their father had recently passed away, like in the past couple of years. And I was trying to empathize with them. And she goes, you don't know what it's like. And I was like, literally, I do, because my father has also passed away. And she goes, yeah, but my mom died when I was very young. And I was like, yes, I also don't have a mom. And she tearfully looks at me and goes, but you do. And I now I had realized that after like a year of being friends with this person, that they had been judging me the entire time. Yeah. For not talking wow. to my mom. And I was like, oh, you're a bitch. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> You're a little bitch. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. I'll just pretend to be friends with you until I leave, and then I'm not gonna answer your calls. Yeah, respond to you ever (laughs) again. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What a cunt. Holy shit. I was like, okay, fine. Well, you're not getting empathy from me ever again. Yeah. But yeah, that's you know. the shit that you got to deal with when you have problems with your mom. And and it's, you know, I've also been in situations where I'm being vulnerable, talking about my experiences, and the people that I'm talking to will go, yeah, but that's your mom. <laughs> and I people never really can't in the moment go, mm, yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I want to yeah, say. Yeah, that's that's, that is the appropriate response. <laughs> How do you look at somebody crying? About what's happened to them in their uh, past. But like, come on. It's, go, but it's come on. Mom. She pooped you out. Come she on. She pooped you out out of her vagoo. Vagoo. Yeah. She carried you for nine months. Yeah. Every mom does that. Yeah, I think, she's not I think special. Still, Every single mom has done that. There's a bar and the bar there's is on the floor. Bar. You know, like. And it's like literally every single, like, mm, she didn't abort you. And I'm like, why didn't she? Come on, bro. It was a layup. It was a layup. You could have gone. Hail Mary, you know, you could have fucking met the the buzzer, you know. 
Do you want to put suffering on somebody for the rest of their life or not? No, I choose the suffering, please. Fucking uh, crazy. I'll take a suffering table for what? <laughs> you know, Jesus. Yeah, because I'm not showing up. Yeah. I'm pooping that bitch out. And I'm not showing and up her after the that. child table and then leaving. <laughs> I'm out of this Olive Garden, baby. Get me out of here. Teach her how to how to how to pee when she's crying on the toilet. (laughs) Embarrassing herself to a bunch of other children that she's never going to see again. But you know, you know what I mean. Christ, I don't know. Fuck, man. Fucking hilarious. But yeah, no people just don't want to change their minds. Yeah. And Anything that questions their worldview might leave them to change their worldview, you know? And that's scary. That's scary. So that won't happen. I don't know. I'm just reminded of that fucking Carlin bit where old man's a state of mind. Some yeah. people are old men in their 20s, you know? Yeah, exactly. Fucking, I don't know, man. It's it's fucking... That's what it is. It's like, you just have to be able to, like... Adapt. And learn. Yeah. People stop learning. There is a point where people are like, I don't want to learn anymore. I'm done learning. And it's fucking crazy. And I will say, I, I, it, part of that too, I feel like, I, I always want to try and bring it to like a systemic level. Yeah. Because like, I recently quit a job that forced me to read the news and it was actively making me not want to learn things. Yeah. It because sucks. it's too it's, much. Yeah. And like, I but feel like if you're... That's on purpose. Yeah. It's a, that's yeah. the, that's the, it's not a bug, it's a feature. And that's like with right. any shitty job... That forces you to be do mundane shit or, you know, like, yeah. yeah. The more terrible things that are on in the news. And that to me goes back to the diner scene in Sandman where on the news, there's just terrible shit happening all the time (laughs) while all this crazy shit is happening in this diner. And it's like, yeah, that is the nature of humanity and how we've created society around us. Because it's not like society's fault, man. It's us that made it continuously. You know what I mean? Mm. Everyone is, everything that you see around you is built. Yeah. And that's why oftentimes, like, people that have gone through, like, mental health struggles or, you know, things like that, that feel guilt, um, that uh, people that I know that have gone through mental health struggles that feel guilt, like, you know, suicide attempts or, like, eating disorders or, you know, they'll say, oh, my life was in shambles. You know, I was in a terrible spot in my life. And I think, no, everyone failed you. Everyone around you failed you, bro. Yeah. You know? That's how it should be looked at. It's not like your friend comes to you and is depressed. And you look at him and you go, pull yourself up by your fucking bootstraps, Jerry. Don't come into my house. Fucking automotive line, (laughs) all right? We gotta pump out cars. I bought all this food for me. You don't get any of it. You don't get any of it. No, no, no. No, no. The survival of the fittest, Jerry. Yes. Have you heard of a man named Darwin? (laughs) (laughs) That's like, yeah, no. And even that, manipulating that to be a capitalist idea. Yeah. When Darwin was just like, sometimes if you look at them, their beaks get all weird. (laughs) That's what it was about. It's not about, oh, maybe um, the guy that makes a lot of money deserves to live. And nobody else does. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what he meant. Yeah. 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 Jesus Christ, man. Don't go into entertainment. I think it's the more. <laughs> I think everything's fucked everywhere. Everything's fucked. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. I think entertainment is one thing. It's one of those things that is so not structurally 
sound that it's like mm, maybe don't go into entertainment but then also i think literally anything else if you went into accounting yeah you yeah. would still find sexual harassment and assault yes, yeah that would still exist but at least people wouldn't leave reviews on your accounting being like you put a two in a in the row e2 and you meant to put it in e3 <laughs> What a fucking dumbass. What a dumbass. The Satan himself put that E2 in there. As a believer in Lord Jesus Christ, your accounting is subpar. Using uh, using uh, Excel when you should be using Sheets by Google is actually <laughs> Nobody the real tragedy. Nobody should be tragedy. using Sheets by Google. Nobody should be. Excel is better. It's just better. We use Sheets. Yeah, because it's free, not because we want to. I want to. <laughs> I love it, and you can't change me. <laughs> Shut up, Dad. You're not my real dad. <laughs> Saying that to Excel. <laughs> You're not my real Excel. You're not my real I don't know. Excel. This has gone know. off the rails. Yeah. But yeah, no, everything's bad. Um, exist anyway. Exist anyway. Speaking of existing anyway... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Reddit time. Oh shit, bitch. Yeah, it's Reddit time, baby. Oh my fucking god. We'll return to the wolf story next week. We just had two things we wanted to talk about. Each. I just you can't convince me not to talk about Sandman. That's true. Especially with a review like that. That's oh, crazy. Yeah, that was town. a crazy fucking review. But now let's read some crazy stories. Alright. Epic. Alright, are you fucking ready, Josh? Yeah, I'm ready, yeah. Am I the asshole for pointing out my friend's gray hair? I'm going to do voices for this. You know, I was actually supposed to do this one and I decided to change it. I was thinking of doing voices too. So now on my end, I'm going to, I'm really interested to see what voices you do. <laughs> yeah, that's, wanna, that's the yeah. element of surprise because yeah, okay. I couldn't find a good one. Josh found two good ones. Yeah. And I was like, so I'm choosing this one. Yeah. I am 38 female. <laughs> the judgment right. already. 38 years old female and my friend beth is 39 female oh uh, what an old bitch <laughs> yeah one year older than me i get to call her old that's not even that old i <laughs> not, think not that old uh we were hanging out with our other friend also 39 female when i noticed that the way beth parted her hair that she had a few gray hairs Ooh, scandal <laughs> i squealed <laughs> <laughs> how fucking boring are you oh, dude just fucking like waiting like <laughs> i squealed and reached out to touch her hair and said oh i didn't know you had gray hair exactly i was gonna fucking do it <laughs> our friends saw and chimed in yay now you're like me trying to diffuse the situation yeah beth smacked my hand away and was annoyed my feelings were hurt. Oh, oh poor baby. Poor 38-year-old. My friends were my feelings were hurt and I asked why she was upset. Beth said I was embarrassing her and obviously gray hair happens when you get older. 
and I didn't need to be pointing it out the way I did. I didn't mean anything by it. I just couldn't believe she had gray hair now. She is so young looking, but she is pissed at me now. Is she too sensitive (laughs) or am I the asshole? (laughs) It really is the is she too sensitive for me when I read it. I was like, oh, fuck. Fuck you. Fuck off. I think this is a PSA that I want to uh, express to everyone. Yeah. Stop fucking touching people's hair. Yeah. Without permission. Why are you guys touching people like in general? Just without like. How fucking terrifying. Okay, Josh, how fucking terrifying is it? We're having a conversation. I'm going to do this randomly. Come oh, on. Okay, all right. How's your okay, day been? All right. Uh, it's been good. How's your day been? My day has been great. Yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah? Yeah. What did you do today? Uh, you know, I, I played, I, I bought a new video game on Steam. It's called Two Point University. Oh, you're how is that? It's, it's been fun. Yeah, you make <laughs> Fuck. Fucking terrifying. Fucking Christ. It's like you're, uh, there's Xenosaurus. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but maybe now the TikTok makes sense. Yeah, now you, there you go. Hey, but no, like no, like what the fuck? There's Xenosaurus. Um, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Why are they all the same dinosaur? Well, I don't know because they 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 only had one factory making these. But I no, so. I don't know. Fucking yeah, there no, it's awful. Ones. I've seen other ones. They yeah, exist. yeah, I get them on a two liter. But oh, I see. Probably. No, but no, yeah, fucking um, Christ, yeah, no, don't. What the fuck? Did we Stop not learn it. anything from COVID and that's to keep six feet apart? Or hanging around black people? Like yeah. that's the thing. Fucking it's a it's a it's a big issue in the black community where white people will just be like, let me touch your I want hair. That your hair was different your from hair my is hair. different from my hair. Ooh, I want that shit. If you're an adult. Yeah. Stop fucking touching people without their permission per, per, per fucking mission. What the fuck? Yeah. Stop it. No, Stop I it. want I every Stop I it. want to touch everything. It's fucking weird. But Sarah, when I see a wet paint sign, don't touch the don't touch Can makes me want to touch it. <laughs> that sentence to me is, but Sarah, I'm an adult and I can't control my fucking <laughs> impulses. I think yeah, I think well what's okay, what's not what is there to control when you squeal? <laughs> You know, I mean, listen, listen. Ooh, ooh, like weirdo, 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 absolutely weird, unhinged. You should be socially checked as not as a maybe follower of the Lord Jesus H Christ. (laughs) That's some crazy shit. That's some devil shit right there. Some devil shit right there, bro. If I had friends that did that shit to me, I would be like, "You're fucking crazy. You're crazy, and I'm no longer. I don't want to be friends with you anymore. You need to be in a mental institution, bro. Yeah. Why do you think that's okay? Why the fuck do you think that's okay? That's wild to me. Insane. That's mine. That's yeah. That was a nice short one. Yeah. This is from Reddit.com forward slash r forward slash am i the asshole okay oh i got deleted fuck this is why i go on am i the devil because they keep god it. damn it yeah i wonder if this one now this one wouldn't have got because this guy this person wasn't the <laughs> asshole damn it damn all right i gotta find one on the on the spot i'm sorry guys it's okay just do the first one that you see we're doing a real popular one guys real popular hot posts hot steaming posts mm. not even loading Hell yeah. What the f- Okay, well I gotta, I gotta read this one. It's the first one on right now. 968 people are here. Three people are typing as I read this. Wow. 
Am I the asshole for blocking access to my food and threatening no help with accommodation? What? I don't even know what that title means. Okay. But we'll find out. I, 22 male, am in my first serious relationship with H, 25 female. We've been together just under a year. She moved into my place three months ago. Everything was fine in the beginning, but once we started seeing each other more frequently, I noticed her bad habit. Every time we went out and food was involved, she would sample my food before I got to it. <laughs> this better not be going where I think it's going. We are not just talking of a chip here and there, uh, here and there from my chips, but sandwiches. What? Wait, entire sandwiches? Uh, yeah. In actual classy places, she would take the first chunk of my steak, salmon, cake. You name it, she would take the first bite. I had several talks with her about this, but she said it was cute and not sinister. Four months ago, H got a job with training opportunity. After completion, when she returns to her normal place, the salary will be higher. Okay. My place is 40 minutes closer than where, where she used to live, and I offer her to offer her to live with me rent-free if she stopped this behavior. <laughs> Whoa, okay. All the right. first month, she stuck to our agreement. The second month, she slipped up a few times. The last month, she had gone back into her old ways. Last weekend, a turning point. Oh. I bake. It's hobby. I made cake. After dividing it into eight, I left it in the fridge while I went out with a friend. Usually when I bake and friends drop me off, I will fetch a few slices and thank them for the lift home with the cake. Imagine my surprise when I saw that each piece had a bite taken. Okay, that's... That's, that's a little wild. That's a little crazy. I phoned my friend that I owed him cake and he didn't... And he needed wait for me to come back down. I was angry. I told her that she embarrassed me and we needed to figure out a solution. She went defensive and said she ate it due to loving me so much. Okay, it's weird. That all women do this and guys no, love it. No, I made it clear that she needed to stop now or there would be consequences. Next day, I bought a lockbox for the fridge. She was livid but couldn't do much. Last night, she broke the lock and had taken a bite out of all my snacks and two slices of baguettes in there. I told her to pack her stuff and leave while I, st I stay with my mother for a few hours. She called me the asshole for making her homeless and possibly ruining her employment opportunities. Reddit, am I the asshole? I don't think so. I'm sorry. I, 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 think, I, I think a little bit. I'm like, all right, yeah, she takes a bite out of it during dinner. I don't really see what the issue yeah, is. Yeah, that's not. But dumb. if you really have a problem and you say like, hey, listen, please stop doing that. And then she decides to do it, but then doesn't do it anymore. Well, I mean, just I, in general, I mean, yeah. if she was like, no, I think that's... That's kind of shitty, yeah. That's, like, that's okay. Your, that's a boundary crossing, yeah. Yeah, like, that's, it's a, people would say it's a stupid boundary. There are no stupid boundaries, really. But, like, as long as your boundary isn't infringing on somebody else's boundary. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, that's like, she could stop that behavior and really no harm would happen to her you yeah know? true it's just this escalated in such a strange way <laughs> yeah to the point where she's breaking into the lockbox that you have to buy a lock for your girlfriend <laughs> yeah. to not eat just tiny bits of food out of your fridge it's weird yeah but then also cutting a she cake into eight and then she picks it up and takes one bite of each thing is weird too it's like planned out i don't know how to not ascribe this to maliciousness yeah that's a little maybe no, it's all like, the girls do it maybe i don't know maybe it's like eating disorder stuff where like yeah. if i only eat a little bit of it i'm not actually eating it or something yeah but like i'm, I'm very i'm just confused by all of this yeah i'm just confused if she doesn't explain it i don't know what to do 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> no I don't fucking do. know. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. That's weird. This That's is a just weird. Strange. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I really don't fucking know. I wonder if I lost something because it was kind of. There were some parts that were like hard to read just because. I wonder if it's second language. English it might be. Which language. I mean, yeah. I giggled a little bit. At, I bake. I made cake. Yeah. Which, but I'm also like, maybe it's a second language. I don't know. Yeah. So okay. Already I see not the asshole comments. Yeah, I don't think so. I think well, just the fact that like maybe in the beginning, but then afterwards the it, it flipped. Yeah, there was a flip, and I really don't. It's crazy that it was such a big deal that it must have happened so often that yeah. he was like, "You will literally live rent free with me if you stop this one, one behavior." Thing. Yeah, that's crazy. That's pretty wild. Yeah, this had to have happened a bunch, right? Which then I'm like, bro, you need to, you needed to break up with her then. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's weird. What a weird. That's <laughs> just fucking just a weird, weird, bro. Fucking thing. I don't even. I can't. It's probably there's a there's a better explanation for it somewhere else. Yeah. Right. Are you good? I'm reading my listener stories. The first one has a trigger warning of death. Well, before we go to death, we, we gotta, ads, we gotta bring life to these ads. I saw trigger warning death and I almost started laughing because of how <laughs> shocking it was. And then I had to be like, no. But then you don't know that uh, I see trigger warning death on yeah, my screen. You know, yeah, so so like, I don't know why I even did. I could have just laughed and been an asshole. Yeah, you could have just said, you could have just laughed and said, I looked at the stories. I don't know. Shit. I don't know. I don't know. All right, but it's Oops. ad time. Uh, enjoy the ads. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Welcome to the ad break. Oh my God. Hey, are you enjoying this podcast so far? Are you, bitch? You better fucking like, <laughs> comment, subscribe, and hit the goddamn bell you so better. you get notified when these podcasts go out and also some epic clips go out, too. I swear to God. And if you're listening on Spotify or Apple, you better rate us five stars. Five fucking please. stars, baby. And if you want to support the podcast financially, there's a couple ways to do it. You can become a YouTube channel member and get emotes during our live streams, and you also get mentioned at the end of our podcast. Truth. You become a Patreon member, and you can get exclusive content, and if you donate $5 or more, shout-outs at the end of the podcast as well on the little title card. Truth. And Man. if you want, you can go to buymecoffee.com forward slash ABWSTR if you want to do a one-time donation and not get the emotes or the exclusive content. Yeah, and we'll read whatever you want to say. Yeah. In this moment, as this long as it's not racist or homophobic or, or sexist or sexist, anything. anything. Bad. If it's bad. If it's bad, yeah, exactly. And I know we have at least two, and I haven't checked the email today, so let's see. Get out of here, Google Photos. Shut up, Google Photos. You're not my real Google Photos. You're the fake Google Photos that my mom married. Ooh. Ooh. There's a story to that. Okay, so... <laughs> Okay. Alright, so River bought us five coffees. Thank you, River. Thanks, River. Love the podcast. You guys mentioned not ever reading a good wolf story, and I'd really recommend the Alpha and Omega series by Patricia Briggs. As someone who grew up reading Wattpad werewolf stories and wrote a few myself, I promise that these are what every 13-year-old girl on Wattpad was, are trying to write, but just don't know the skill yet. Okay. Anyway, y'all are awesome. Every time you post new episodes, it makes my day. And uh, yeah, hope you guys have a great day. Aww. And then a crying emoji, uh, not crying emoji, but smiling emoji with a tear. Oh, like a heh. Yeah. Heh. Yeah. So thank hope you, you have a great day, too. Yeah. And I will read that wolf story. Yeah. So I'll read it on the I'm going to read it. Just going to figure it out. I'm going to buy the audible version <laughs> of it. Yeah. 
right. Now, Cat bought us seven coffees. Cat with a K. Cool Cat. Cool Cat. Hey, can you shout out my new business, FatHairCare.com? Also, I don't know if you are scrunchy, Sarah, but I would love to send you some. Oh, my God. Please do. Actually, yeah. I need them. <laughs> we'll get in contact. We'll reply. <laughs> yeah, totally do that. Oh, my God. I would take them. Okay, we got to get a P.O. box. I will <laughs> take anything that's free, please. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the coffees again. BuyMeCoffee.com forward slash APWSTR. All right. Let me turn this stuff up. It's time for listener stories. Oh, shit. Who's going first? Me? I uh, can go first. Yeah, because I guess, uh, yeah, it's usually... It's usually me, you. Yeah, yeah, you, me, you, me, you, me, you, me, you, me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm ready. All right, this is from Anonymous She, Her. Still have love for past boyfriend. Trigger warning, death. Okay. I just want some advice because I genuinely don't know what to do about the situation. Anyways, let's get started. I'm 18 female. My boyfriend is 19 male. We've been together for eight months now. I ended up making a joke that that at the time I thought was funny, but realized a couple days afterwards it was insensitive. I was it I was at his house and asked if we could talk uh, because it was bothering me and I wanted to apologize. I apologized and he said that he appreciated the apology and he accepted it. We then continued on about the topic and had a civilized disagreement. But what made me very upset is that he brought up my boyfriend that passed away last year. What? All right. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> we'll call him Matthew. Here's the backstory. We weren't dating for a long time, but you know how people say you just know when they're the one. Well, that's how I felt about him. One night, Matthew was out with some friends and he randomly stopped messaging me. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Literally my nightmare. Holy Jesus shit. Christ. I had a gut feeling that something bad had happened. This was the first night I went to sleep without him telling me good night. Oh my Oh, Dude. Christ. I found out that morning that when I woke up that Matthew was killed. I am still grieving majorly. Yeah, it's only been a year, bruh. Is that what? No, I'm like, I'm saying, yeah, yeah it's okay, only yeah, been a okay. year. I thought that was the, okay, oh, yeah. Back to the story. So my now boyfriend just abrupt, abruptly and randomly said, let's face it, You'll never have the same love for me that you did for Matthew. Uh, go fuck yourself. The only reason we are together is because he died and I would bet money on it that if somehow he could possibly come back that you would leave me in the dust in a heartbeat. Uh, that's a major fucking insecurity right there. Yeah, he needs and to go to therapy. Yeah, Jesus. Everybody does. Uh, tell me that you haven't thought at least once that you wish that it was him instead of me. Wow, what? what the fuck is going on here? Jesus Christ. The way he used to talk about you and how you talked about him, that love is not even comparable to what we have. He was supposed to be the one, you know that, and I know that, but it's always going to hurt. This uh, upset me he... extremely. Yeah. Why is he putting it on you? I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. I'm not, I'll save my spot. Okay. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm just pissed off. This is infuriating. I was shocked and didn't know what to say or how to respond, so I stayed quiet the entire I the entire time. I would too. I yeah, I get it. This is also random of him to say. I'm thinking that he possibly went through my phone while I was sleeping and read private messages that I've texted what? Matthew after he has passed away. Oh my god. What the fuck? Then that's what caused this random upbringing of the topic. I don't think he can handle that my previous boyfriend passed away and that a part of my heart will always be with him. 
I know he doesn't understand it from personal experience and I can definitely understand why it hurts him so much because he wants to have my full heart, but that just won't happen. I don't think he gets that I didn't get a breakup or anything, that I didn't even get a goodbye. My relationship was just left there. How do you even process that, let alone get over it and move on from it? I knew from the start that my feelings for Matthew will never go away and that it'll always be there. I made sure my now boyfriend was aware of that before we started dating. He still wanted to get into a relationship despite that, and I felt ready to get into one also. I care about my boyfriend deeply, but it won't change my feelings for Matthew either. I don't know if I should end the relationship so he doesn't continue hurting and feeling secure over this, or maybe just give him some time. Please give me your opinions because I just don't know what to do. Yeah, you need to break up yeah, with that guy. Yeah, you need to break up with that guy. And it's not because of... of uh... Because... It's not like you're never going to be able to get into a relationship. No, yeah, because you're uh, you still love your boyfriend that died. Yeah, but it's all you it's, need a mature person. Yes. to be in a relationship. Yeah, with. You, you shouldn't. Most have someone... people do, but they don't have this obstacle. Yeah, and like I, I really, I, I that's crazy to go it, through somebody's phone because yeah, you're jealous of a dead man. Yeah, yeah. Um. That's the real problem. And then yelling at the person who is grieving be- like it's their fault yeah, that they love a dead he's person. He's making it your problem for some reason other than, like, it's his insecurity, obviously, but, like, it's really... Dude, I'm so petty. I would be like, oh, poor you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor little baby. I don't know. I just yeah, think like, he's got some really intense problems. You've only been dating for eight months, too. Yeah, you know... No harm, no foul. Break out of the relationship because yeah. this guy. Uh, it's not very long. Yeah, it's not very. It's not very long, and, and it's not very long after your uh, boyfriend died as well. Your ex boyfriend died. Yeah. So. No. Yeah. No. I don't. Yeah. No. Fuck. Fuck him. <laughs> I don't know. It really, really shitty. Like surprisingly shitty. Like even after all the stories we've heard, for some reason that's really just kind of like whoa yeah like that came out of nowhere <laughs> i think uh, people definitely they have people have weird expectations about grief like people really yeah. think that there's like um a time period where you get over it and i really don't understand it and it is legitimately it sucks because it's like entitlement it really mm. is it's an entitlement of why you're grieving and you're not giving me the amount of attention that, that I, I need want, and yeah. want so I, I'm just gonna bully you into doing it and legitimately so many people react that way so many young people too yeah true and that's yeah. just because they're not mature enough because they haven't maybe experienced a death like that yeah that has you know maybe their grandma died or maybe their pet died you know or their family pet that died and maybe it just didn't affect them on that internal level yet yeah that's gonna happen that's gonna happen happen to everybody but so it's kind of a crazy scenario to sit there and hear somebody being the most entitled person ever and say the craziest shit they've ever said and really feel those feelings like they really feel that what they're saying but it sounds crazy and it is crazy and it's just because they're grieving a version of you before you experience death. And it's just like what we were talking about before. It's the willingness, the not changing. Yeah. He wants a version of you from before your boyfriend, your ex-boyfriend died. 
Yeah. And that's not going to happen. Never going to happen. Yeah. It's like, never going to happen. Yeah. And it's not, it shouldn't be an expectation on you to be like that. Like, Dude, that just change. Just, just, all right, flip of the switch. Let's go. Yeah. I'll be the best version of myself uh, because that's, I'll be the version of myself that you want. Yeah. No, no that's fuck not that. how it goes. No. It's, you're being the version of yourself that you can handle right now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, uh, it's fucking crazy the the guy shouldn't even be in a relationship at this point oh god no yeah yeah jesus yeah fucking not not was, the asshole i've seen this like recently like a lot like a lot of stories about this where it's like like i saw one i think it was on tiktok it was the subway surfers reddit post or something oh yeah where it was like a dad whose uh wife died when his when their son was very small and so he like kept up the memory of his wife for the, her, their son and then got into a relationship later on in life after uh, the first mom passed away and, uh, you know, talked to his son about it. And his son was old enough to be like, I don't know if I want a new mom, you know, because I have this image, this memory of my mom and yeah. I don't want it to be like I have to have a new mom and forget about my old mom. And uh, he was like, yeah, no, that's your relationship with the new, and you know, and made it very clear to his wife. Yeah. You're not going to be a mom because you're going to have to develop that relationship with my child. Yeah. If that's what you want. And then the mom was like, yeah, sure, whatever, but I want to have kids. Then turns out the mom is uh, infertile. And because of that, she starts demanding to have a mother, a motherly relationship with his son. Jesus. And I'm like, that shit's crazy. That's like entitlement on like a base uh, level. Yeah. yeah. Entitled to that fucking kid. It's just like Give having a vision for your life and expecting everybody else in life to just yeah, go it's, with it. It's your world and we're all just living in it. Literally yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Man. Anyway, fucking solved death. Solved it. Solved death. <laughs> Dab. All right. <laughs> You're trying to solve, solve death. Step one. Stop dying. <laughs> I'm sorry, though. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm fucking sorry, I'm sorry. bro. That's bullshit, That's, man. I mean, you're allowed to grieve and you're allowed to get into relationships when you want, if you feel like you're ready. Um, But definitely, he's not ready. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no. Definitely fucking fuck that guy, man. Fuck that. If anyone ever says anything like that to anyone. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> probably a don't get into a relationship with that person. Do not. Christ. It sucks when you get into a relationship with somebody and then months in they just go oh, yeah, crazy. 180. Just, yeah. Actually, I've been crazy this whole time. Surprise. You just got pranked. I just wasted your time. Haha, epic, epic prank style. Wild. Anyway, solved it. Solved it. Solved death. Solved death. All right. Okay. Next story comes to us from anonymous she her. Okay. Am I the asshole for cutting ties with my best friend of 16 years? I don't know. I'm a 22-year-old female. I met him in elementary school, and we have been friends until last year. To put in context, I had a group of friends in high school, him included, but then we became physically distant when I changed schools. We still talked from time to time, but it just seemed like I was always missing an inside joke, and over time I began to feel left out slash lonely. When we finished high school, surprisingly, we all became very close again. But there were new things that I learned along the way about their personalities because we all grew up and so. I never wanted to think badly of him because I really appreciate him, but there were certain attitudes that I didn't like and that I feel guilty for feeling that way about my friend. 
For example, every time any of the girls in our group was sad or having a bad time on a friend's outing, he treated her like she was being melodramatic and couldn't believe, quote, we're wasting time on it when we all could have a good time together instead of comfort her. As if that were not enough, after that he would send me private messages saying how annoying they were being. Jesus. When he was sad, on the other hand, he wanted us all to be there for him as if someone was working, and if someone was working slash studying or busy, he would get angry and not talk to them for months. Oh my god. How do you Speaking even have friends? Yeah, Jesus. Bro, come on. Why don't I have more friends? Yeah, this, this guy is a whole this friend group? A whole group. Yeah. Fucking bullshit. Things got worse when he got a boyfriend. He always went out with guys but never had a steady relationship until then. He dropped out of college and, uh, and came back to our hometown so he could date this guy, and he didn't want to go back to the city where he studied because he didn't want to leave his boyfriend behind. This part is important because he didn't work or study, so he had a lot of free time, which we didn't. Then a resentment began to grow every time he wanted to go out and we couldn't. He blocked us and unblocked us when he got over it. That never really bothered me because I'm not very attentive to my social media, but it did start to bother me when he wrote to me all the time to speak ill of our friends. This boyfriend of his was very stingy and over time my friends too. There were many times I ended up paying for the two of them to eat at restaurants or drinks at the club, and I did because it, I would like someone to offer me food if I go out and wanted to eat something. But over time I realized that they always forgot the money and never ordered something cheap or refused to eat something made at someone house, someone's house. They wanted to go out, but without money. So I stopped paying everything. I wasn't the only one in the group who stopped paying. His boyfriend didn't go out with us anymore after that. Since then, we all have been fighting and reconciling because he wants to do things his way and gets angry if someone doesn't want to. My friends began to ignore his tantrums and just waited for him to get over his anger so we could all, eat, all get together. Because he always did that, he would get angry and it would go away on his own. This new year, he texted to me to go out to a club, quote, every year we would go out on, uh, every year we all go out together on New Year's Eve. Obviously, I said yes, that I already told the girls, and he told me no. He didn't want to go out with the girls because he was tired of them responding late to his messages. I told him that it was normal that they were probably studying for exams and that the time difference wasn't that big, but he insisted that we both go out together with his boyfriend. And I told him I didn't want to because I was going to feel weird between the two of them when really what, what really went through my head is that several times we planned to get back together after the club because I don't want to take a taxi alone at that hour, but he always left me there unannounced to go to the house of some man he meant there. And he said, no problem, I'll tell my boyfriend's friends to come too. And I was like, I've never seen them in my life and I understand that you're upset because I can't tell you that what to be upset about. But it's the first time in two years, due to COVID, that we would all go out to a club together again, and I really wanted that. He got angry and didn't speak to me again because he swore that I prefer to go out with them than with him, and I specifically told him that I wasn't going to choose between them. I just wanted to go out with everyone on New Year's to just stay home, so I stayed home. That night, when I received the 2022 text, he texted me what I was I do what what was I doing if I wanted to go out with him and his boyfriend. I sent him pictures of me with my cousins playing cards, and I told him no thanks. And he got angry again and said that I was going out with the girls just when I uh, going out with the girls when I just sent him a picture of my grandparents' house. He did not answer. This is a fucking. This guy is fucking a dick. Yeah, Jesus. he's just a dick, man. Yeah. Two weeks later, I see that he uploads photos on Instagram with our friends, the ones he didn't want to go out with because they were fake and, quote, they didn't take the respond to messages on time, with a caption that said something about them being his true and only best friends. I ignored it because I was tired. 
in February was his birthday, and I sent him a message saying happy birthday, and that I hope all he is well, etc., etc. I tried to bring up a topic of conversation with him, but it didn't work. Work. He just replied, happy birthday to you too, or whatever. And it was two weeks until my birthday, and he knows it very well because we have been friends since he, we were six years old. So yeah, I'm not going to keep trying. I've kept horrible people around before just mm. because I didn't want to feel alone. I'm not going to do it again, Good. even though this is way dumber and childish by comparison. But yeah. it's an accumulation of things over the years to feel that I never knew him and I always excused him and I'm done. Wow, yeah, that was a... <sighs> I literally don't know... I don't know what's wrong with that guy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with him. Yeah. There's something wrong with him, right? Yeah, but also you don't have to be there for him. <laughs> like, I feel like he's got something. I don't know. There's, yeah, there's something. It's just crazy to all of a sudden, you know, to know a person for that long and then all, them all of a sudden turn around and just do these, like, very impulsive things. Yeah, it's wild. And to just be very, like, no, I don't know, fucking, nah, fuck fucking, you, I'm a dick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, all of a Listen, sudden. yeah, I don't, yeah, um... Unless he was just like this his the entire time you've known him and yeah you just didn't know but that's like kind of gaslighty I feel like you would yeah, know you would know yeah so I'd I trust that you would know yeah um I don't just know weird I don't know fuck him I'm not fuck qualified enough to know what's going on with him yeah but you don't have to deal with it yeah you don't have to be friends with that guy and it doesn't even sound like he's in a bad relationship or anything it's like he's, he's just a, just he's a just a like dick. that yeah he's, he's just, just a dick. being a dick so yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. It sucks. The people fucking change, and sometimes they change for the, the worst. worst. Yeah. So solved yeah. it. Solved it though. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. I don't know. What Did to we? Say. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I, yeah. Don't be friends with them. Yeah. And don't feel bad if you feel bad. If you don't feel bad at all, fuck them. Yeah. Don't feel bad. The thing about all of the calmness your life is gonna have yeah, when you what's stop hanging out with them. Just uh, from breath of fresh air. You know. You know? God. God bless. God okay. bless. Jesus. Losing a friend, though, for that long. Where yeah, you've been friends sucks. for that. It does yeah. suck. But, like, also, it's going to be a lot better without him now. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Sometimes the emotional labor that you have to spend to hang, to be with a friend is worth it. Yeah. Uh, it's, is worth saving. Yeah. You know? But not. I don't know if that made any sense. But, you know, you guys get what I mean. You understand. Leave a saying. comment down below if you think you get what Sarah means. Because uh, I don't. And I'm not going to ask her even though she's right next to me. I want you guys to engage <laughs> in comments. You so actually we go, don't know what I mean? You're saying that like it's worth sometimes it's worth the emotional labor to keep a friend as opposed to... No. Oh. I think it's worth saving the emotional labor that you would spend on a friend. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like sometimes it it, it is so much emotional labor. Yeah. Okay. That you would rather just not fuck with that friend anymore. Okay. To have it and keep your peace. Okay. That's what I kind of mean. That makes sense to me. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. But still leave your comments. Pretend like still that just doesn't happen. <laughs> on this video. Engagement. Okay. This is from anonymous she they. Oh, cool. We got a she they. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Am I the asshole for not forgiving my ex? Probably not. I 16 female broke up with my 14 female ex a few weeks ago. And here's why. We started dating in October and everything was fine. We were both very happy. She always hugged me and was very touchy with me, which I did not mind. But here's where things start to get difficult. When I saw that she wasn't doing so well, I decided to be a good girlfriend and ask what was wrong. Her response. Wow. Okay. Sorry. Her response. 
mind your own business. <laughs> okay. Um, I wish I was joking, but I'm not. But wait, there's more. All right. Okay. There's more. There's more to this. You could just stop the story there. And you you, you <laughs> have gotten a you got you have gotten a, a, a suitable answer. Whenever I tried to hug her, kiss her, or hold her, she either hit me or pushed me away. Why? Yeah, why? Because she didn't like being touched, but then proceeded to hug a friend right in front of me. <laughs> this is so why you, this is why kids shouldn't date because kids yeah, are just weird. Not, yeah, you kids guys are just, weird. You guys are just weird. <laughs> also, I also, mean, maybe she's like so, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she's something, know. but also like no. I think that's. But also, listen, I just want to remind the ages. This is sixteen and fourteen. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> Like I mean, yeah, maybe what she she's a touch aversion or whatever. But I mean, hugging a friend right in front of a person after <laughs> hitting them is fucking crazy. She would bite Wild. and hit me even when I told her to stop. She pulled on my mask even when I told her to stop. She broke my mask on one occasion and laughed about it even though I was clearly annoyed. I've done uh, that to Josh though. I've well, have you broken you. my COVID mask? Have you? Fucking- yeah, I've done that. For sure. While I was wearing, like, I don't think I like pulled it to like okay, hit you. All right, yeah, but, but like, I think I've accidentally broken one of your COVID masks and oh, laughed fine, about whatever. it like an evil bitch. <laughs> wow. All right. Damn. Yeah, for sure. There was an activity at our school for Valentine's Day, and she was hanging out with some of her other friends, which I was completely fine with. I was sitting on some stairs with friends for a while, waiting for some of my other friends to call me because they needed a favor from me. My girlfriend came back and we chatted for a while. Then the friends who needed a favor from me called me and told me where, uh, told me to go where they were at, which I did. But my girlfriend wasn't so happy about that since I left right after she came back, even though she knew my friends were going to call me eventually. She made fun of my name a lot, saying things like, out of all the names you could have picked, you picked the most boring one. And don't get me wrong, I did talk to her about these things. She just didn't care. <laughs> Oh shit. shit. Okay. All right. Well, well okay. Oh, not much God. to work with there. Yeah, not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I told her to stop hitting or pushing me away whenever I tried hugging her, and she continued. I told her about the whole name thing, and she stopped doing that, which was good. But other than that, she didn't stop doing the things that genuinely bothered me. After some time, I got tired of her shit, and that's when I met my now girlfriend, and I'm also happy to be with her. Um, anyways, my n- my ex knew about this girl. By the way, she knew I was Polly and told me she was Polly too and told me to confess to her, which I did. Then we started dating and she was also okay with it. But whenever I talked about her, she would get annoyed. And here's the thing. She talked about this one girl 24-7 and I never told her shit about that. But the second I mentioned my girlfriend, she would get mad. <laughs> <sighs> After we broke up, she started telling everyone I was the toxic one. And I mean, uh, of course, yeah, that always happens. And I mean, whatever. But then she started lying to all of her friends, saying that she never said she was Polly, that the only reason she talked about that one girl was because I always talked about my girlfriend. What? Wait, what the fuck? Oh. <laughs> Even though she always talked about her way before I met my girlfriend. She started saying that I didn't try to fix the relationship. She said that it was my girlfriend's fault for the downfall of our relationship without even knowing her, might I add. I tried introducing her to my girlfriend, but she said no because she didn't like meeting new people. She hit me multiple times on the face, even though I told her to stop, but she didn't. Why wasn't this trigger warned as, like, abuse? 
Yeah, this is some serious fucking abuse. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry for laughing. I'm sorry. Yeah, but like, holy shit. I mean, objectively, it's funny when kids hit each other. <laughs> but it's bad. To, it is bad. It is it's bad. bad. I want to say for the record, it's bad. Yeah. That being said, 14-year-old hitting... <laughs> Actually, it's not funny, it's not actually. Funny. Not now funny. that I think, I'm like, I, if I actually saw that in person, I would be freaked out. Yeah, no, that would be insane. Yeah. yeah, no, that's fucked up. It's, I'm laughing at the double standards, mostly, I think, and just the complete lack of empathy. Because it's, it's, it's absurd. Shocking. It's absurd. Yeah. yeah, it's very shocking. Christ. It's wild. Yeah, it's not funny. I think we're just laughing because we're shocked. She hit me multiple times on the face, even though I told her to stop, but she didn't. Why? Because my face was annoying. Like, that's what it. The that's, fuck? that's what it is. What uh, the fuck are you... Not you, That's like sir, if you were like 30 person. and 30, and they, a, an adult said, I'm hitting you because your face is annoying. Your face is stupid. And you that's go to your why? therapist to be like, my husband hits me because my face is annoying. She'd be like... Get, leave. <laughs> What? <laughs> like, that's crazy. What is going on here? Yeah. yeah. Then I told her friend that she treats uh, like her sister that they should tell her to stop. Then she said that she never touched me. Okay, lying. Right, Even yeah. though I have two friends as proof that she did. She then said that she wasn't going to hang out with me anymore. Oh my god, really? <laughs> oh no! Oh fuck. Maybe. You mean I'm the not going to get hit anymore? for my action? Then one day we got into this long argument where she said that she never said that she didn't want to hang out with me, even though I have the screenshot what of her the, saying it. What a gaslighting <laughs> asshole. Yeah, she's such a bitch. Oh my God. She then got mad at her friend for snitching on her like that. She said that she never said that she was Polly and only said it because she really liked me. Okay, so that doesn't make sense. Yeah, this is really... It's yeah. so much more bullshit. Then she sent me a paragraph apologizing for all of it, not respecting my boundaries for lying, etc., so am I the asshole for not forgiving my toxic ex? No. No, that's a crazy person. That's a person. crazy person. Amplified by the fact that also this crazy person is 14. Yeah, like, no, this that's just going to get worse. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no. Yeah, don't feel bad. You're not the asshole. I mean, hopefully she can grow up and not abuse people in the future, but, but like, like, holy that, This shit. is some, like, serious something's going on. Like, with family problems, maybe. Yeah, it just seems like a bully. Yeah, yeah, just like a yeah. You dated a fucking bully. Yeah, and I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. Yeah, but fucking yeah, you're not the asshole. I'm sorry. She's going around ruining your rep- reputation. Ruining, too. Yeah, like fucking. Yeah, that's fucking abuse, man. That sucks. That's abuse. I, I. What else do I say? Fucking Christ. Yeah, don't even fucking worry, man. Yeah, you don't do, worry. Yeah, yeah. no. At, at any age, it's not okay. No, of course not. Jesus, it's pretty wild. That is very wild. My hands, I guess. Yeah, I'm so I don't know. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, solved it. I, 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 I have stories. <laughs> Weird. Sorry, I'm just, I just spaced out for a second. <laughs> I was, I'm so taken, I was so taken aback by that. I, yeah, that was pretty wild. Jesus. Oh, this is a story about me. Oh, it's you. Yeah, there's this person named Jay in here. Oh shit, yeah. it's about Josh. I always wonder if we're gonna get a story that's like about one of us, and then we're just and not gonna as know we're it. reading it, we're like. <gasps> All right, so this comes to us from Zoe. Zoe. They, them. Am I the asshole for leaving a friendship over him making new friends? Mm. I, 22, left my childhood friend, Jay, 23, after he decided to include these two other people into our friend group. At first, we all got along, but then I noticed Jay was becoming distant. 
a little backstory. Jay has identity issues and copies whoever he's whoever he's closest with. Like he becomes a carbon copy of this person and completely ignores me while he's friends with that person. Then he would quote go back to normal after the friendship ended. I struggle hard to make friends, so I'm a, I allowed it to happen three times in the past. He always came back. We would be exactly how we were before the new friend appeared. This new friend, M, and his partner, S, both have BPD and a few other mental disorders. I only mention this because Jay will mimic, mimic others' mental disorders, too. My friends started making time for only them again, and started slowly morphing into them like always. But this time was different? He would gaslight me when I was when I would point out they were being mean to me and purposely excluding me. He also started snapping at me every time he hung out. We hung out, neglecting me when I was feeling insecure about in the friendship and went as far as saying I'm causing all the problems. He didn't even invite me to his birthday party, saying I couldn't afford it anyways, and I had to find out it was happening from S. M avoided me at Jay's house because I blocked him after he kept attacking me online. What the fuck? My friend stuck up for him because he made me feel like it's all in my head. I think about it sometimes and I'm scared that since I have PTSD, maybe it was just me. Am I the asshole? Oh, God. No, no. you're not the asshole. No. Um, you kids are going through some crazy yeah. thing. Wait, did he just read like all the terrible stereotypes of BPD online and, was and like, then was score. like, I gotta do, gotta what, do it. This is go crazy. On. I could just go do this. <laughs> I could just yeah, guess. Like, I, I can. I can understand it. Yeah, being different. Yeah, like, yeah, because like, if the other three people didn't have this, this is weird. Like, is your, is Jay a SCP or something? Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, what? You're a chameleon, bro. Yeah. Like, what is For going? Mental illness. Like, that's strange. That's wild. Yeah. No, you don't. You're Definitely, not the he's got something. He's oh, got yeah. something. Something that yeah makes him do that because yeah. that's a weird thing. That, I like, get like <laughs> taking on traits of your friends, not to this that's extreme. That's normal, though. I yeah. think. Yeah, like knowing somebody and getting to know them, and like, like if you met someone you know. that was like gaslighting you, and then you're like, oh sweet, I can oh, do, I that, can do now. that now. Yeah, new skill <laughs> new unlocked. Skill. Yeah, like that's you're like crazy. an RPG. Every yeah. new, like making a new character every time you meet a new friend. Yeah, to that level, it's like there's, there's like something else. It's normal to want. I think it's normal for teenagers and especially for young people to like want to be different and want to yeah. uh, have attention. But, this guy's but 23. Like, oh, fuck. Wow. Yeah, 23 and 22 were DHs. Well, even then, that's still kind of young. That's still young, yeah. I, I think still. I think that's like, you know, fucking that shit. That's why I saw J23. I was like, oh, fuck, this is oh, me. Oh, okay. So yeah, I was like, fuck. No. But I, I think that's normal for to an extent, but like even that much to where you're going to mimic a disorder? Yeah, that's... There's um, something wrong with yeah. you. Yeah. That kind of uh, it seems like a, yeah. You need to go to a psychiatrist. Yeah, it kind of reminds you me know? of like what is it? What's it called? Fucking like Nightcrawler, the... where like Jake Gyllenhaal is just a sociopath. Oh, and he's just like, oh, this guy's going around filming crime scenes. I'm gonna do that too, and I'm gonna move things around in the crime scenes. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's what that movie's about. <laughs> oh, wild, wild. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal's a fucking sociopath, and that movie's awesome. Is it like he's actually a sociopath, or are you just saying sociopath? I think he's he's something. I think it's like either psycho, psycho or sociopath. One oh, of those okay. two. I yeah, but I mean that reminds me of um. The like drama on TikTok about the Tourette's. Yeah. You know, and people like outed this one person. I forgot their name. Uh, I think it's like Tourette's and Roses or something, where this person was had Tourette's and then like. The, one of the bad things about Redditors, which is they'll go and then they'll just like obsess over a person and they'll be like, I know that they're faking. That's not how people with Tourette's are. And then they outed this person as not having Tourette's and faking it. And, uh, 
you know, like hearing from, then they heard from like their sister and their sister was like, yeah, no, they have mental problems. It still is a, it sucks because the Reddit people were doing it maliciously yeah to be like i'm gonna out this person as not having a mental illness at all and it's like you know what they're doing that they yeah. have something yeah maybe it's not tourette's but it's there's something, something else, else going on yeah 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 it, it's, it's that reddit fucking we did it reddit you know yeah that's actually half the reason why i decided not to do the um uh the story i first chose the gray hair story yeah but i looked down the comments a little bit i think three comments down someone like went into that person's post history and was like oh yeah here's all the things that prove that you're the asshole and i'm like you should have just read the post my dude that's like, pretty wild yeah i know sometimes though it's a good like there was one post that i almost did that was like um fucking uh this guy and his girlfriend uh had a baby yeah but because uh and he loved the baby and like you know everything but then because they weren't married the baby's last name was gonna be the mom's last name and then he was like no i don't even want it anymore (laughs) wow jesus and then throw it in the trash that's not my name on it this fucking baby it was just too long though yeah, I so I didn't want to read it. Fucking... But then the comments were like, you posted about wanting a hookup three months ago. So, yeah, <laughs> probably a good idea for the mom to not marry yeah, you. Oh, my God. Because he was like, I was such a good dad. I was such a good like boyfriend for the past eight months. I was really good. I deserved to have on, a baby. Fucking like. And it goes on. Ren is like, "Hey, he wants to fuck me." Yeah, <laughs> like, what the uh, fuck? I, I thought that was pretty good, but I was also like, "It's." It was really, really long. And was, Jesus, damn. man. Damn. Wild. If you go on, am I the devil? <laughs> It'll be there. You probably find it. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Price. Anyway, solved it. Solved it. Solved it. Yeah. No, not the asshole. Not the asshole. This comes from anonymous she/her. Am I the asshole for not wanting to continue unnecessary contact with my mother-in-law? There's been a, there's a theme tonight, and you're probably not the asshole. <laughs> that's most. That's every podcast theme. Yeah, most likely not. Most likely not. <laughs> Background: I've been with my husband for ten plus years, and I've had an overall peaceful relationship with mother-in-law. Uh, husband adopted my daughter when she was one, and is an awesome dad. Daughter is not biologically related to husband. Bio father is not in the picture by mutual agreement. At the beginning of the relationship, my husband and I were friends that decided to be in a long distance relationship due to my husband studying in another city. Eight months into the relationship, my now husband moved back to hometown with plans to go away to college with me a few months later. When my husband came home, he introduced me and my daughter to mother-in-law and father-in-law and everything went well. Mother-in-law was very kind and cooked a vegetarian meal, especially for me, in addition to the meal for everyone else. That's nice, at least. That's really nice. Yeah. I did and still do offer to supply the vegetarian option. She also interacted sweetly with my daughter. I don't have a good relationship with my parents, so I was thrilled to be welcomed so warmly. That's Mm. good. Yeah. Shortly after meeting mother-in-law, my husband confided in me that mother-in-law told him that uh, she believed the relationship was still too new to be involved with their daughter. Oh. Keep your opinions to yourself, lady. Yeah. Jesus. That he shouldn't be sleeping at my house as it set a bad example. What? (laughs) (laughs) He should have bought you a horse. (laughs) Like some some fucking... should have gotten a wagon (laughs) and go out westward. (laughs) 
Have you heard of this new game called if Red Dead really, Redemption? If you're really going to get married, he needs to give your father three goats. Uh, husband and I ignored it, and the relationship progressed for years with little disrespect from mother-in-law. That's at least good. That's good. Yeah, at least there's a That's, period of time where it was at least hell, okay. But, but I like, get it. I, I yeah, understand. I get it. If I have an idea of where this is going, yeah, like... <laughs> Late 2021, husband and I have been together for over a decade and married for three years. Nice. Contact with mother-in-law has been regular and non-problematic until I take a few months off work for my mental health. I work in healthcare. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Then you're, yeah, no. God bless. You literally could not be the asshole. Yeah. I work in healthcare on the front lines as a CNA. Due to the pandemic slash poor management, my job has become a great source of stress in my life, like many. Yep. I get it. God uh, bless. Yeah, you know, yeah, you've you've gotten the blunt of it, and I'm thank you for your fucking service, <laughs> thank, Jesus. Thank you for your service. On top of my forty-five plus hour work, uh, hour a week job that I'm on a call for, I also provide primary care for an elderly family member. Holy shit! Wow. Have a daughter with severe mental health issues, and the majority of cleaning for my household and other. Yeah, take all the time off you need. Holy shit! <laughs> Why isn't your husband helping? Uh, and yeah, in, yeah, true. in addition to cooking for my household and my elderly family members. Okay, my husband does help out, is an active father, and takes care of others' chores. I hate. He okay, isn't the problem. Good. Okay, okay, all right, thank okay, you. I'll thank back you. off. Thank you, okay, thank you. Geez. Yeah, the story was like, <laughs> I know what you're going to say, Sarah. <laughs> I'm just, sure. Just take it, take a deep breath. <laughs> I'm sure everybody goes, where the fuck is your husband? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No. So, okay, that's good, at least. That's, that's good. My doctor recommended stress leave after multiple mental breakdowns, citing my past issues with severe mental health breaks and multiple past suicide attempts in my teens. Yeah. Not yeah, you the need asshole. That. I took the stress leave from work and sincerely believe it saved my life. I had become a shell of who I was. However, during this period, mother-in-law would invite us to dinner regularly and often ask me in front of everyone how my mental health is and if I've been cleared to go back to work yet. Yeah. Crazy. Fucking not good. No. In front of non-immediate family and, to my horror, my daughter daughter was unaware of my struggles prior to that oops it happened multiple times and while it was very uncomfortable i gave non-detailed answers and tried to sweep it under the rug uh, all right well jesus christ okay telling myself she didn't mean it uh how it came out and she hadn't intended to shine a spotlight on my struggles in front of people i'm not close with Present, husband and I are buying a home after saving for years and are ecstatic to no longer be renting. God bless. You deserve it. Yeah. Mother-in-law has agreed to care for daughter a few times to give us time to pack and organize the move. She also told my husband she'd pay for the moving truck. While I'm incredibly grateful for help and verbalize this every time she does, it was the last interaction with mother-in-law that really rubbed me the wrong way. Mother-in-law brought daughter back to me while husband was at work, and I thanked her for her help with daughter and the move and hugged her. When I pulled back, she made an awkward face, said she hoped her help provides me with motivation to get back to work, and how good it would feel for me to contribute again. What the fuck? I really hate work worship, but okay, okay, I really... Capitalism. Capitalism, man. Uh, said right in front of my daughter i felt so small yet again i told mother-in-law i had to organize an interview that i ended up acing at a different agency and the pay would be better for less hours worked the hours would be regular and i'll have more time for my family slash personal obligations 
in addition to some much needed free time. Mother-in-law was not excited and persuaded me to try and stay at the job that brought me back to mental ruin. I mm-hmm. shut down the conversation and politely said bye. What? Why? Yeah, For what, what reason? the fuck? Husband spoke with mother-in-law on the phone later that night, and mother-in-law said, I can't quit every job I've had because whining doesn't get me my way. Oh Holy my shit. God, Fuck you. <laughs> How do you keep that in for so long? Yeah, 10 and years. Pretend to and be really flip nice. Is like, think about the economy, Sarah. Think about the economy. I, I, like, I don't know why I said your name. I'm sorry, but like fucking. No, like your, your mother calling and being like, hey, listen, I fucking hate your whiny little bitch yeah, wife. I, fucking, I know she's like a nurse and is like the backbone of society, but I hate her. And I know she's, I she's been going through her literal hell and back for the past <laughs> two plus years. And now there's a new and thing coming. Before that, too. And yeah, and before that, that still too. A yeah. Very important job. Yeah, it was still a very important job. But uh, dude, I'm saying that, and then like right when COVID's starting to just like level out at like a thousand plus cases, <laughs> like eighty thousand cases a day. Yeah, and still, it, oh, hey, monkeypox is coming <laughs> in. Let's just add a little bit of fun to it. That's wild. It's so weird. I, uh, maybe it's like dementia or something where she's just getting more aggressive. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, but, like, I don't know how fuck. old she is. Uh, I've only quit one job before five years ago, and I did find employment within two months after that. So I don't know why yeah, she would say that. You'd be fine. You're you you know how to save up because you're buying a fucking house. Like that's crazy. Mother-in-law told husband that at her job, which she retired early from. Oh, get it. Oh yeah. Get the oh, yeah. yeah. She had also endured endured mistreatment during her twenty-plus year tenure and had dealt with difficult situations too, but pushed through it. Good job. Good job for putting yourself through abuse. Uh, she said that no one will want to hire me. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah, how do you know? Fuck you. Despite already having work lined up, husband told me that mother-in-law said what mother-in-law said, and it was devastating to hear that. This woman I'd wanted to look up to as a mother figure for all these years wanted to convince my husband to make me stay at a job I couldn't mentally bear and nearly literally killed me. I had to speak to mother-in-law on the phone today, and she did a 180, saying she thought my original job wasn't a good fit for me, and that this could be a good change for me. Completely opposite from what she said what to my there, husband. What is going on with and the mother-in-law? Me, yeah, what the fuck? This is crazy. I told my husband I want to go low, no contact with her. I won't go to monthly dinners or participate in summer get-togethers, but agreed to still go see the family for Christmas so we can spend time, we can spend the holidays together. Husband and daughter are free to attend any and all gatherings without resentment for me, uh, but I will not be going. Husband is supportive and he understands my decision. He does not condone his mother's behavior and has spoken to her about it. Okay, that's good. That's that's very good. She brushed it off by saying she didn't mean harm and can see why I would feel a little uncomfortable. <laughs> Okay. Did, she, did she also say uh, <laughs> COVID's not real? COVID's not real. Like, or did she also? Well, is that what, what this it? is? I don't know. Why is she? What, did she say that you were too sensitive? Yeah, exactly. Like, fuck you, man. I Jesus. do not feel like mother-in-law unknowingly made these comments as she has had plenty of opportunities to bring it up in private and only asked when daughter or others were present. Interesting. She's also had time to apologize to me since husband spoke to her about it and didn't. Husband is supportive of my decision and isn't trying to make me change my mind, but insists he knows his mother and she isn't doing this to be unkind. He says that she just doesn't understand how upset I am and that her actions are wrong. He insists he can make her see my side and things can go back to how they were. I, I don't think that's mother. the case. I, can... I think, I mean, I think it's weird to be 
10 years. Yeah, something happened. And I then all of a sudden get really angry. Yeah. And I that being a symptom of like Alzheimer's dementia too. Yeah, I don't like know. Adults just getting very randomly very angry or it could be she's just been a judgmental bitch on the inside and thinks yeah, it's right. impolite or it's coming out now because like covid radicalized her to be <laughs> shittier i guess i don't know that's weird i don't know i think i would interrogate your husband yeah <laughs> i would, would figure be like, out yeah has she ever said she ever anything, done anything bad like about yeah. me like this there's something going on this is a very weird flip it's a st- strange yeah i don't know I don't know. You're not the asshole, though. Yeah, you, you should fucking... Uh, it, I guess it also depends on how old she is. Yeah, true. I really... Yeah, because that's a really weird... It's just weird. I don't know. It's just a weird, like, fucking mindset to have and, like... I don't... Fuck, man. That's the fun thing, though, with old people, where when they start getting, you know, aggressive and angry and weird and mean, yeah. you can just be like, all right, Grandma, let's get to the doctor's. <laughs> See if you're a dick or if you actually have a mental illness. Get the wheelchair ready. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. Here you are at death's door. Knock Um, and knock. Yeah, because it could be that or it could just be that she's just, you know, maybe she's thought that way her whole life. And then she's upset at seeing people be able to not not do that. Not do that. And then like... (gasps) God, like you know. Oh my God, how are you gonna be? I don't know, because like I knew people at my previous jobs who were like sixty years old and working customer service with eighteen-year-olds, yeah. and they would t- try to be like parental figures to yeah, the eighteen-year-olds. I've had that too. They would say shit like, "Don't ever call out sick." Because then your job gets an opinion of you, and you want to be upstanding. Yeah, you want to be a good little worker. And that guy fucking died of pneumonia. That guy fucking died in that job. Like, that's that's the lesson, is like, no, actually, no, you're just wrong. Yeah. I don't know why she's bringing it up in front of people and in front of your daughter. Yeah, it's like a weird, like, what are you, what is she trying to prove? Like, or, why is she trying to paint a bad image? Or if it's, if I really could get into, like, if she's really trying to be, like, this weird manipulative lady now, maybe yeah. she's trying to, te- quote unquote, teach your daughter. Yeah. Because probably. she thinks that you're not going to teach your daughter these things. Or thinks that you're unfit to be a mother. That's that's the thing. Like I don't know. I have no clue. It's but I, nobody really is going to no know. No one's going to know. Yeah, but like Jesus Christ. If anything, I would just talk to your daughter and be like, "Listen, it's okay." Yeah. To have mental health breaks. Yeah, of course. Right? Like it's better for you to and be alive. Uh, yeah, it's a safer thing than telling your daughter work, 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 work. work. No, fuck that. Yeah, you're. I mean, it's very possible your grandma was like singing IBM songs and sold her soul to the company store. You know. Yeah, exactly. Like, ah, fuck, man. Not the asshole. Not the no, asshole. Yeah, take that. Take the mental health break and don't contact. Go low, no contact. Yeah, I think that's probably the best decision if your if your mother in law is just gonna start start shit, start shit like this. I don't know. Fucking ridiculous. Fucking crazy. Yeah. Solved it though. Anyway, solved it. Solved it. Where's my phone? Where's my phone? I found it. Okay. Yeah, my back's starting to feel it. Yeah, I feel it. 
10.09, baby. Let's go. Three hours, nine minutes in. We only got left. Uh, three left, though. We got three left. We got it. We got this. We got this. We're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. This hard, laborious work. Come on. All right, I'm on it. Okay. Come on, Jesus. All right. This next story comes to us from A, she, her. Am I the asshole for cutting off both of my parents at 18? Trigger warning, S.A. and abuse. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, can't be. No, you can't be. Literally, you can't. Unless it's I abused my parents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking just punch my parents every day. No. And then it's, I was it's like, not, fuck you. <laughs> and no. then I rolled out on my skateboard. <laughs> No. no, and plus this is a, a pro uh, abuse your parents podcast. I'm joking. Okay, <laughs> okay. For a bit of backstory, my dad was physically abusive for seven years of my life. My mother is a crazy Catholic person and just thought the whole time, "quote God would save their marriage." My dad also cheated on my mom a bunch, as me as my and me as a child was the one that found, who found out and always had to show her. I begged her to leave since I was like seven. The last straw was when I told them at 15 how I got essayed and my dad started telling me it was my fault, took my phone away, locked me in my room for five weeks, and would just randomly come in and hit me. Oh my god. I tried running away and then that's when my mom finally got a divorce. When my mom was telling me, she just said, yeah, we are getting divorced because of his porn addiction. And totally <laughs> forgot that my dad literally abused me for years. That's insane. She knew. She fucking she knew. knew. Jesus. She knows. Flash forward to January 2020, she got full custody and I started living with her. I thought things were going well for about a year, but nope. As the start of 2021, I started dating my boyfriend, Nick, 18. He is always wonderful, there for me, and his family is like the family I never had. No. Don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but my mom, my mom can't be single. She told me before that she hasn't been single for more than six months when, since she was 16. Well, when me and Nick started dating, everything went downhill. She started making me feel guilty for being happy and kept saying that she's jealous and that's not fair. She can't be happy. Flash forward to November of 2021. She went to see my Nana, her mom, for Thanksgiving. Her brother, my uncle, brought a childhood friend. She started telling me she's moving down ASAP and she's in love with the friend after three days. I tried to calmly talk to her because my boyfriend and I can't afford an apartment at the moment. He works minimum wage, and I can't work at all due to a chronic health condition. She didn't want to hear it. I had surgery a few days after. The second day I was recovering, she started this huge argument with me and my boyfriend, Nick, screaming it's not her, it's not fair to her she can't be happy, it's my fault I got essayed, and that she's, that she's going to call the cops and report him for statutory, even though our age difference is barely a year. Things have calmed down since, but I'm really uncomfortable with her. She's still moving, but still has postponed it to June of 23. She was uh, talking to me the other day about, quote, our relationship, and I let her know I won't have any contact with her once she moves. She got upset and tried to make me feel bad and gaslight me. Am I the asshole? No. No. No, that's... It really sucks being born into a world and, like, a, you know, your close family world. Yeah. The only world that you know and every single person because of systemic, you know, lack of funding for mental health shit. Yeah. Everyone that you meet has these intense, deep 
emotional wounds that you have nothing to do with. Yeah. And then they just fucking, they have a kid and they take it out on that kid. And then you grow up with this complicated relationship of, I want a mom, I want a dad, I really want that because that's what every kid wants. I can't have that because the dad that I have abuses me and blames me for getting essayed. Yeah. And my mom is fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I can't Jesus. even like diagnose, like, you know, That's, so many yeah. layers. It just, I don't know, man. I have a lot of empathy for you because I get it. It's fucking like, you just want stability. That's all you want. Yeah. And you found someone that has that for you, but like, and your, your parents are just like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> you don't get it. And it's because of all of this, whatever has happened in your dad's life and whatever's happened in your mom's life but you shouldn't feel guilty about wanting what every human being wants yeah which is a stable life a stable life free of harm you know of like yeah. and abuse like fuck man and uh, what sucks now is you're not gonna have a stable life because now you need to figure it out on your own with yeah. your boyfriend and you guys will be able to make it i believe in you guys too um but like fucking it sucks and eventually you will get to that state that stability yeah it just sucks that you had to find it like on your own you know and yeah. with your with people that will help you and the good news is that you won't be alone and yeah. you'll never if you you'll find people that will be supportive but really fucking unfair it is very unfair and then yeah. you gotta deal with mother's day and father's day oh yeah and family holidays like christmas and you're yeah. like bro <laughs> Come on. Come yeah, on. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I feel for you, man. Don't feel bad, though. Yeah, do not feel bad at all. It's There is guilt. I, I, hate, I hate it when people are like, uh, like with this Jeanette McCurdy thing, like I'm, I'm you know, people say yeah. like, I'm glad my mom died. And people go like, oh, that's petty. Oh, and they yeah. start guilting you because it's so unneeded and yeah. it's so like... There's I'm, probably a reason, you know. Ironically, maybe? when I got a, I got a TikTok about that too, where it's like Jeanette McCurdy talking about the abuse that she went through, and then everyone's just like, "What's the tea on Drake?" Yeah, the you know, Ariana like, Grande, yeah, fucking. Thing. And I'm like, "Fuck, man, bro, shut up, shut up." Yeah, one, the, yeah, like I don't it's know, not like, the place, it's not the fucking place, and I don't know, it's really shitty. I'm sorry. I'm just sorry. I'm just fucking sorry, bro. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't deserve any of that. You deserve to be cared for. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, don't worry about you. Don't contact. No, are you kidding Fuck me? Them. What is Holy she gonna shit. do? She's just gonna say like, "Oh, I I married the guy that I met three days ago. I'm gonna move to Kentucky." It's like okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, fucking solved solved it. 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 This is from Irma she, her. Am I the asshole for ending my long-term relationship? Trigger warning, domestic violence, emotional abuse. Do you think so? I don't think so. Me, 20, and him, 23, met at work and we started off as friends. We pretty much hit uh, hit it off real quick and he would invite me everywhere with him. One drunken night, he told me about his past. How he always cheated on his both past girlfriends. Okay. Well. (laughs) 
and how he had had a three-way with his buddy and a girl and how he went around having sexual relations with two married women. <laughs> what a yeah, dick. Dude. Well, I saw the red flags and called him out on them because we were buddies. So as the time went by, we started having feelings for each other. No surprise. And we decided to have sex and just stayed friends with benefits. Fast forward three, three months, we made it official and became boyfriend-girlfriend. I decided to ignore his past and give it a shot. Well, I was super naive back then, so everything is going great. We were happy, just want to be with each other, the normal relationship stuff. Within four months of dating, I moved in. That's wild. Ah, that's pretty... Yeah, that's a little quick for me, but okay. All right. Things started getting weird, though. They started... They started getting weird. Huh. There was. A <laughs> I don't want to make fun. I'm sorry, but like they I, did. Huh? Yeah, that's it. things I have been weird. Since... I couldn't imagine. Wow. Yeah. There was okay. a side of him I didn't know. He would black out and break things. Oh my god! Hit things, shove me, and hit himself. Then he started calling me things like fatty, drama queen, and saying things like, "Oh, I've seen better," or "You look all right." As time went by, he was becoming distant. I started getting a weird feeling, and my guts felt weird. So one night I decided to go through his phone and saw messages from other women. I felt my heart drop and I didn't know how to talk, uh, how to talk to. So I went to his sister. She told me that he'd been seeing other women that were our coworkers. Why didn't she tell you? Well, yeah. Why? Oh, yeah. Why did she know this? Wait. And while <laughs> I was working, he invited other women to our place. So I told her I was leaving him, but she said the following. He may be out there hoeing around, but at least he comes home to you and takes care of you. What? She's not a girl's girl. Yeah. What the fuck? That's the weirdest fucking... People are weird. People are crazy. What the fuck? And I stayed. I'm sorry. That sucks, dude. I'm sorry. That fucking sucks. You needed a friend. It kept happening until one day I was done with it, finally. I went through his phone one last time and I saw the message that pushed pushed me to the edge. Oh no. Trigger warning everything. Do you want me to read it? No, I'm okay, gonna read all it. Alright, because I can I can smell your pussy on the bottom <laughs> of my shirt. <laughs> oh, fuck. What the fuck? What the fuck? I'm utterly shocked. I can't. Okay. All right. Wow. <laughs> I was done. Yeah, yeah. No. That's a good. That's yeah. a good stopping point. That's well, a good. Yeah. I want. I want to get off this ride. Um. I broke it off with him on Thanksgiving Day. Banger. Banger. Hell yeah. A few months later on New Year's, he called me to say Happy New Zealand, <laughs> and said, "Why did you have to go through my phone? We would have still been together." We could have been happy if you didn't go through my phone. Phone, it's your fault. We're done. Can it? What? It's not a narcissist, dude. That's like That's, I, I can do no wrong. Yeah, just because you went through my phone, bro. Yeah. I'm now happy and moved on, but that still pops in in my mind. So, am I the asshole for breaking it off? There's so much more to this, but that's the short story. That's the short story. <laughs> nah, bruh. It's, no. 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 You don't need a long story at all. No. That's no. Uh, yeah, no fuck me. You're good. Dude. You're absolved of your sins. Yeah, you're absolved of anything, sin. Anything anything that makes you feel like you were in the wrong in that situation. No, I, I don't I didn't know. read it. I didn't hear it. 
Yeah, no. I don't think you did yeah, anything no. wrong at all, except for maybe stay too long. But you didn't. But know. that's not your fault. Yeah, you were naive, and like, yeah, that happens when you're young and naive. I what? That's that's like giving you shit for breathing air. I don't know. Yeah, fuck. right. Yeah, fuck. no. Shit. Wow. I I don't. Okay. All right. No, you're not the asshole. Not the asshole. Fucking cheaters, man. Why would his sister be like yeah, cool that's a with weird it? Weird fucking sister. <laughs> Dude, people that put family above peep everything. So weird to me. Very weird. Very weird. Finding fucking... out that your boyfriend is a murderer and calling his sister, and then her being like, "Well, at least he takes care of you." <laughs> Like, bitch, I'm dating Dexter. <laughs> At least he's Dexter. not murdering you, you I'm know? Well, he murders serial killers, so it's actually not that bad. <laughs> Anytime I think of Dexter, I yeah, think, think of, of Daryl. Yeah. Daryl, yeah. yeah. Fucking, dude, fucking... A brother and sister sitting at a bar. Brother goes, yo, I cheated on my girlfriend. The sister doesn't respond, but just goes like, hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> ridiculous i can't even sit up straight right now that's bro your i can still smell your pussy on my shirt uh, how is that I'm asexual why would now. you say that why would you I say i never want to have sex ever again. bro like you have okay you cheat on your you cheat on your girlfriend nah. right yeah and then what, you say the worst thing possible what what information is gained to the lady like okay like single yeah, person like, how does that impress person, her yeah. <laughs> I didn't wash the shirt. I'm still wearing it. <laughs> I'm, I don't wash my clothes. <laughs> and I keep my shirt on during sex. <laughs> I know that's not the, the important not detail the important here. De but, but it, it is, is a detail. detail. Yeah. It is a detail. <laughs> it is a detail. <laughs> that also is. works out in your favor that makes you way less of an asshole. <laughs> What a douche, bro, man. What the fuck? I really... I... Jesus. Yeah, not the asshole. Solved it, though. Bro, Carly read that and was like, I'm gonna send that to Sarah. That's a Sarah story right there. We're beefing, Carly. <laughs> <laughs> so, Holy shit. I think Sarah would get a lot more pleasure out of saying the phrase. I'm actually... You know what? We're not beefing because I'm glad you didn't give it to Josh. Yeah, because I would have... I would have given... I would have put my whole pussy onto that shirt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> whole pussy onto that shirt oh my god oh yeah. my god carly made the right decision on that one she did yeah holy uh, fucking shit yeah i thought my chair was about to break i was bending into it so hard of like we've had these chairs for so many years they're never gonna break yeah they're never gonna break all right final story of the night comes to us from prima prima she her it's a dope name yeah reminds me of primus dope band yeah Am I the asshole for kicking my best friend out of my house? We'll hear the evidence. <laughs> the jury decides. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, 21-year-old female, let my best friend, 20-year-old female, move in with me because her family had kicked her out of their house. She had nowhere to go, so I let her stay in my room rent-free at my parents' house. She has been living with me rent-free for almost two years now. I do not mind this at all since I don't pay rent either since my parents are really cool and don't mind us staying in their home. I've been dating my boyfriend, a 21-year-old male, for about two years also. 
My boyfriend ended up breaking up with me around the holidays because he thought we just weren't meant to be, and I was really sad about it, obviously, and my best friend really helped me through it by listening to me talk about my feelings at my breakup. A few months after the breakup, I found out that my best friend had been sleeping with my yeah. ex-boyfriend for months. Yep. Yeah. This was That's devastating to me, especially because I had already been feeling like something was going on with my best friend. Yeah. While I was still dating my ex-boyfriend, she had spent the night at his house without either of them telling me. Audacity. Once I found out about it, I confronted them and they both swore nothing happened. And it was just platonic hanging out overnight. What the fuck? Platonic hanging out overnight without clothes on. <laughs> just, and all in we the did dark. was lay next to, <laughs> to each, each other, other on yeah. the bed, babe. Yeah. God. <laughs> so now I'm scared that I was cheated on along with being betrayed by my best friend after the breakup. Yes, when I saw were. my best friend after finding out that she was sleeping with my ex, I immediately told her she needed to get out of my house by the end of the month. My ex-boyfriend and two of our mutual friends said I was being immature and harsh for kicking her out. They also said I was sexually immature since I had not had many sexual partners, therefore I didn't understand casual sex and how it is not a big deal. I also oh. never told any of our mutual friends about what happened because my ex-boyfriend and best friend called all my friends to tell them what happened and said I was probably going to go crazy over this. Fun side note, if you want to add it, my ex and my best friend both worked with me at the time this all happened. So am I the asshole for kicking her out? No, bro. No, you're not. You're not the asshole. Bro, imagine fucking your landlord's husband. Yeah. And not expecting yeah, to get kicked, kicked out. out. Yeah, yeah. There's some sometimes your actions have consequences. Believe it or not. Yeah. And you can't just manipulate everyone in the world into thinking you're not a bad person. No. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit for yeah. You're not the asshole. You're not fucking, the asshole. You're not your, the friend asshole. Is. your friend's a piece of shit, dude. Holy shit. And your ex-boyfriend. And your ex-boyfriend. Fuck him. Jesus. So what they did was they fucked around on you. They deceived you. They lied to yeah, you. Yeah, they didn't tell you about it. That's how you know something shady happened. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then when you found out they insulted you, said you don't get pussy or dick. <laughs> yeah. And then Jesus. they called all of your friends to talk shit about you, which, I mean, hopefully your friends didn't take the bait, because if I got a fucking phone call that was like, hey, Sarah, listen, you know our friend that I used to date? We're not dating anymore because I uh, cheated on her with her best friend who was also living with her. And she's acting real oh, crazy She's gonna go about crazy it. about it. So just don't talk to her. I'd be like, okay, block. Block. <laughs> immediately call, call hey you, hey are you doing okay yeah they're saying i hope some you don't yeah. fucking kill yourself or yeah. something because uh there's a hate campaign going on against you for having the audacity of being a girlfriend yeah <laughs> what the audacity of yeah you know not wanting to be uh cheated on <laughs> yeah how dare you that seems to be a consensus among cheaters, I think, which is, uh, how fucking dare it's your fault. you? It's your fault. How dare you not want to get cheated yeah, on? Yeah. I can't believe you. I can't you. believe it. Yeah, not the asshole. I think, how fucking pathetic is it to cheat? Pretty pathetic, It's honestly. pretty fucking pathetic to, like, <laughs> go out there and then just, you know, and to have to turn it around when you get found out, to be like, actually... You're a piece of shit because, um, uh, <laughs> you, you went through my phone. You went through my, f and, um, you're just not good enough. You're just don't, ha you haven't had sex enough. So that's why you're bad. 
You're God, bad, actually. You're not bad. me. You're the worst. You're bad, not me. You didn't suck on my pee pee enough. Well, it's like fucking shit, bro. And, uh, that wasn't even the the thing. It was that wasn't even you, it. She didn't understand that casual sex doesn't mean anything. And I'm like, it sure does mean something. When one of when the partners, one of the partners is, taken, is yeah. in a relationship, yeah, for sure. No, yeah, you're not the asshole. Yeah, you're not. Solved it. I do get it though, because like having everybody being like, you're oh, an yeah. asshole, you're an and asshole, you're an asshole up on you. Yeah, no, yeah, fucking. you're gonna think it, and then like people on the internet are gonna be like, fucking duh, you're not, but they don't get it because they're not there. Yeah. Uh. Wild. That's our show. That's our show, That's our babies. Show, everybody, Sarah, what would you like to plug? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at uh. That's so herein. So that's T H A T S O H E E R O N. That's T H A T S O H E E R O N. I am Joshua Chinland on Twitter, a guy nicknamed JC on Twitch and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't stream, but maybe one day I'll return. Someday the prodigal son returns. Yeah. Oh, this uh, Wednesday, the 17th, we're going to have our first live stream. Oh, so yeah. So definitely subscribe to our YouTube. That'll be fun. Yeah. We're going to read Reddit stories and do a Q&A yeah. if you want. And become a channel member if you want access to all the emotes we, we got commissioned. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And we'll link that person uh, in that live stream so that way they get credit for the work they did. Yeah, they're called Huffy's Dead on Fiverr. Yeah. And they do great work. I Very really good work. Them. Yeah, I love, I love the emotes we got. They're awesome. Yeah, they're dope. Good choice, Sarah. Uh, podcast will save this on Instagram and Facebook, ABWSTR on TikTok, ABWSTR Productions on YouTube. A podcast will save this relationship on all podcasting platforms. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, hit the goddamn bell, and rate us five stars on everything. Everything. Please and give us five stars. Yeah. Thank you for listening. If you want to submit stories, there's a link in the description. Please do not send us a TikTok DM. I'm not going to put it in. <laughs> <laughs> That's a purposeful thing I do. <laughs> yeah, true. And don't send it through an email either, unless you send us fucking money. <laughs> you mean like for coffees? No, just like don't, actual yeah, money. D- oh, just real money through just the email? Print out a dollar bill. And <laughs> yeah, like take a photo of a dollar bill and, and send, send it, it to us. us. <laughs> and then maybe I'll consider putting, I'm not going to do it. But yeah, no, uh, don't send stories through Buy Me Coffee. Just say if you want to say something nice, Buy Me Coffee, Patreon, yeah, APWSTR, and I think that's everything. Yeah. That's our show, everybody. Bye. Bye. All right, outro. All right. Outro. Yeah, my name is Josh, and this is Sarah. We're reading Reddit stories all night long. That didn't rhyme. I don't care because it's A-B structure. A-B-A-C structure is actually what it is. A-cab. A-cab, yeah. (laughs) Fuck. A-cab's my favorite rhyming structure. (laughs) 